welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers. Far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 200. Holy smokes. Wait a minute. Take a second. Two centuries under the TTL Cruise belts in podcast episodes. That is absolutely insane. I cannot even fathom right now that we have uh, come this far and let me take a moment I'm sure I will thank you guys enough throughout the entire show today but thank you thank you thank you for helping us get this far for helping us chase our dreams and passions every single day and bring some insights and analysis straight to you sharing your hard-earned time and energy with us from the bottom of both of our hearts once I bring in my partner here I'm sure he'll have some thanks for you as well but thank you guys you are the sheet But for now, it is time for an absolutely loaded episode of the TTL pod on this beautiful Wednesday of bets. It's time to cash nothing but tickets and also known as so you don't have to check your calendar for the first time here today, January the 12th, 2022. Now, as per usual, a couple of formalities before we get into things here, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the ttl pod on if you are watching on youtube you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the ttl crew like the wise words podcast today at 12 p.m central standard time Or if you're watching on one of our social media platforms like Twitter or Facebook, hit that like button, hit that follow button so you don't miss any of our additional social media content. Or if you're listening to the pod on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there too as we do release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete. Next item up on the docket, if you could be so kind, you can find it in your heart to do so while you're watching or listening to today's show. Go ahead, hit that like button too, leave us a comment, leave us a rating, jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live. Hey, maybe hit that share button too. Send it to your brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, friends, enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the damn globe as you, but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what we are here at the TTL pod. And we cannot tell you once again how much we appreciate it when you do all of those things because it only helps us make TTL sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, head on over to this episode's description down there where you will find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will locate the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL Cruise social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. 
ladies and gentlemen, and beautiful gambling people. Joining us for episode number 200, I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host, Colton Cap'n Colt Soroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by once again, hang out with me and my partner, get some picks, some insights, analysis, laughs, motivation, dive into more rabbit holes than you can count, and overall, have one hell of a start to our Wednesdays here. Now, without further ado, I have said us. I've said we. I've said TTL crew. I've said him far too many times without acknowledging the presence of the man that is on this this show with me at the present moment. Try saying that a few times fast. This show with me. Uh, say that five times fast. You're going to be in a tongue twister. I promise you. Without further ado, let's bring him on in. The man. The myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and folks, you better not ever forget during this time of the year, the gloating, number one seed, TTL Cruz resident, cheese head, faithful himself, Mr. Riley, Armax, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I could not be doing any better on this fine Wednesday. We've got a hell of a show today, my man. We've got a hell of a slate today. Uh, if you didn't know, we've got college basketball, NBA. We'll be talking about it all. Uh, oh, yeah. So I am doing oh, fantastic yeah. over here, my friend. What about you? Oh, you know how I'm doing. I'm doing spectacular. And uh, yes, we do have a full slate. Coming off of a full slate yesterday, uh, been a couple loaded uh, loaded days. It'll be a loaded week of action into a loaded weekend. UFC back, plenty of college Ooh. basketball, super wild card weekend. Uh, oh, I, uh, <clears throat> I didn't mention it. I, I meant to here at the top. It is also Blackhawks victory wednesday my hey, friends blackhawk victory wednesday <laughs> so we came in hot with the uh stadium series ready to rock and roll they won Love last it. night four to two absolute yeah. whooping so uh had to had to do a little rep for the boys I, i'm glad you mentioned that because uh i that honestly slipped past my radar can't say i've, I've been, been uh, on top of our blackhawks too much the last few weeks it's I, been, hey uh, it's okay i've been paying attention for the both of us no problem go. i've been doing enough paying attention for the out. both of us hey no I'm problem like, whatsoever i'm like a little bit above i'm somewhere in between fairweather fan and diehard for our blackhawks that's my <laughs> one team out of all of our, our our favorite teams where can't quite say i'm a diehard but i certainly no fairweather fan as much as i sounded like no. it there a second ago somewhere in the middle there yeah, I find myself somewhere in the middle for sure. I don't tune into every game, but uh, yeah. when uh, there's a solid eh. game like last night, Captain O Captain, Taser on go. the back, number 19, baby. You know the drill. Uh, before we get into anything else, uh, let's go back briefly to yesterday. Uh, all the best bets of the day from both of us. Uh, January the 11th, 2022 are now live on your screen. Okay, um, one more day, I promise. This is the uh, last time I'm going to have to do this. I apologize. I don't know what has gone on the last two days here. Um, it, it, it's just been really wheel spinning, really weird on my end of things. Apparently, my partner's figured things out on his end of the world. Keep betting with him. Keep bet with us across the board. We'll get there. We'll get there. Early yesterday when I saw Providence gets postponed, when I generally have one of my favorite games on my card get postponed, I don't know what it is. I'm not mm. superstitious, just a little stitious, but then everything tends to go just yeah. absolutely haywire from there on out. That happened to me yesterday. Um, I absolutely loved Hofstra 
Don't know why they couldn't get it done, but Toledo could get it done with the line right. movement. Me and you, Mags, went back and forth <laughs> forever on, oh my gosh, Toledo, I'm worried about it. I'm worried about yeah. it. You're worried about it. We're worried about it. And it's the only one only that one. I got to the pay window. It was the one that I had the least amount of confidence in, my friends. I don't want to say I've revamped everything I because uh, you don't ever want to scrap your entire process. It's what got you in the game in the first place, as right. a lot of athletes like to say. But... What I have done is uh, done a few different things that I, I didn't used to do in the past. And I kind of went back and broke, uh, or I haven't done for a while that I used to do in the past. And went broke open the books, uh, overhaul a lot of shit, and I'm ready to rock and roll, man. I, I digress. I'm tired of this nonsense. If you got anything maybe to, to, to ease the fans' feelings out there, it's like, hey, Colt's not really a dipshit. He, he's no. just having a little bit of a, no. a couple-day string here. Yeah, I mean, as far as Bama, man, I, I told you that was the oh. exact type of play that we usually play. Uh, Auburn is a wagon, but, oh, yeah. if, oh, you yeah. know, Alabama, Alabama's a good team. Do not jump off the boat on Alabama as well. Mm. Uh, and you mentioned Toledo, man. I, I I have no idea. I have no idea. Slew, short <sighs> miss on that one. I don't know, man. I I told you I wish I could tell you what's going on, but I really just have no idea. I on my side of things, uh, obviously, I got three to the window. My two that I pushed and lost, I'm still kind of salty about. Florida State, uh, I don't know if we should be tentative on Florida away. State or buying back into Miami at this point. Uh, I, the books were overvaluing Florida State, undervaluing Miami a little bit there. Florida State still gets the outright win, but you know what I'm trying to say here. And the Raptors, gross, gross push on the Raptors, but go ahead. Uh, back to your FSU, I, uh, in my humble opinion, I think those are two ACC teams. We need to stay away from the both of them it, for the yeah. time being. There's no like, so. ah, maybe a tentative on FSU, maybe like, ah, let's kind of stay the hell away from FSU yeah. and Miami. I don't know what either <laughs> one of those teams are right now. That should have been a classic setup spot for Miami. It was yeah. not. There's a lot of things that are happening right now in college basketball that should be that aren't happening. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm chapped as well. That Raptors plus four. Oh, it did gained, you see how that one finished? It gained the hook. I didn't see how it finished. But Dude, I was they, watching it. I was like, ooh, Mag's got another cash. Sick. At least uh, They should have won the game. The Chris Paul Chris Paul took over the end. But they, they were down uh, They were down two. They were down one shooting free throws, the Raptors. or they were, Excuse me. They were down three shooting free throws with three seconds left. They hit the first one down two. And they intentionally missed the second to try and get the rebound. Didn't get the rebound. Filed the Suns. Suns make two free throws to push. And, uh, mm. yeah, if they had actually tried to make those free throws, it would have been an easy one. But, uh, yeah, that was a gross push. Hey, there you go. Sometimes we'll have those bad beats or those bad yeah. pushes. But uh, I think I've gotten every bad beat out of the system I possibly could I for so. the last two days. I think it's nothing but Ticket Cash and Central. If you follow me on Twitter, I tweeted it out this morning. 4-0 clean sweep coming from me. I'm ready to rock and roll. I, I love my place today. I am ready to get back on it. Two for Tuesday, man. Special Ooh. play as well. Uh, absolutely disgusting. Quinnipiac got absolutely torched. New Mexico got absolutely torched. We were so far off on the both of those, it wasn't even yeah. funny. So there you go. There you have it. At least we're honest with you. Uh, one uh, object or, 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 yeah, object pretty much for the money line dice. They are not cold. They are hot. No. Double down uh, both Monday and Tuesday. And my friends, ever since we have bought the tracking book to yeah. the old hey. show, I will bring us in now. You see all of yesterday's plays. Yeah. We didn't hide them from you. You can all uh, pound sand if you want to go back and say we don't have transparency. Since we brought this bad boy in here, we got another, we got another W right there. That's a W yeah. circled right there. And uh, since we've brought this in, since Moneyline Dice graced us with some sick-ass swag, they've been heating up on the show. So uh, they got another college basketball game in their sights tonight. ACC matchup, Clemson yeah. Tigers and uh, Notre, Notre Dame Fighting Irish. This one's weird. 
um, line movement, money splits, location, the way both teams have played this year. Too much shit going on, so we are going to yield back to the dice on that matchup. My partner's got... Two best bets coming our way today. Yep. Uh, one from the college basketball hardwood, one from the NBA hardwood. I am back in action. I am only four plays all across all slates today. I'm doing four college basketball plays, two money lines, two spreads, all four home teams. I am ready to rock and roll. I think they are valued perfectly. I'm ready for a 4-0 clean sweep. I am done with the bullshit. Then we'll get into Wednesday. You know it. Double, double, double. Special play day. You know the drill. We got the Wednesday Warrior and the Wednesday Parlay pop-off. That will uh, be the third segment of the day. We'll get all in between that. Uh, Bear with me here for just a moment. I just closed a really important window that I needed to uh, have open, and I'm not going to be able to think of what I needed to uh, (laughs) say to you guys as I'm doing this. So 0.2 seconds. I just got to open up something else I had here. All right, now we're uh, back in action, ready to rock and roll. I uh, just closed uh, the uh, recap graphic. I didn't want to be jacking with that later. It's a lot easier when I have it good to go. Okay, uh, so then after both of the double special plays, we'll recap everything. Armax plays my plays, special plays of the day. Then we'll get into that aforementioned Moneyline Dice roll. We'll tell you all about the matchup, uh, give you some ways you can acquire your own Moneyline Dice merch. How about that? And then uh, that'll segue us into the second half of the show. Wednesday, you know the drill. It's Wise Words Wednesday, my friends. We got uh, a little bit to talk about there. We'll uh, give you the updates on that end. Uh, Got some updates from our good friend Jeff Dawson uh, and his show in the morning's Breakfast Bankroll. Uh, You'll be seeing both of your boys on there. Uh, We'll be guest appearing again this upcoming week, actually uh, Thursday and Friday. So we'll talk about that too. And uh, we got plenty of other nonsense, UFC, NFL, Yada, yada, yada. Everything in between that uh, we got time to talk about here in the second half of the show. But before we... Uh, oh, Motivation Minutes too. Don't worry about that. I, I got us covered there on that okay. end of the spectrum. Don't you worry in case you thought I forgot. I did not. Uh, outside of that, partner, before I uh, get this proverbial podcast train steaming on down the tracks, any uh, anything on your end of the world that uh, we didn't talk about? Any late-breaking news we need to banter about? Anything in between, my friend? No, sir. Got some uh, nonsense cooked up for uh, second half, so uh, okay. I'm excited to get down uh, down some rabbit holes in the second half here. All right. We'll have a little nonsense from me as well. Uh, a lot of UFC news, so uh, okay. we'll have some UFC okay. news and updates. We Perfect. can get down some rabbit holes there as well. So there you go. There you have it, uh, my friends. Let me uh, do one of these quick numbers for y'all. There you go. Got anything? We'd be more than happy to uh, answer any questions. Hell, if it's not even a game. Maybe if it's uh, our mag's favorite color. Maybe if it's uh, my cat Matilda's favorite toy. I, I don't know what you want to know. I have no clue. I- I'm not the people. But whatever the people want to know, we will talk about. So you drop it in the damn comments and we will talk about it. But for now, I ask all of you out there, including you, partner, lift your mugs up high to me, to you. Over there, pile. There we go. And Damn, all that, ooh, that was nice. And all you beautiful people over there sipping the black elixir of the gods, take your sip on this gorgeous Wednesday of bets. I'll be right back. Mm. Absolutely beautiful. Woo! Okay, without further ado, it's time to get into the first segment of the day. Our Mag's best bets of the day. He's ready to rock and roll. He's got two coming at you. Prime time value. Turn your volume way up. Clear your mind. Clear all distractions from in front of you and around you. Partner, let it rip. Let them have it. And as per usual, you have the floor. All righty, my friend. I am going to the ACC. We got uh, ACC for the Moneyline Dice. I've got 
a uh, separate ACC matchup. I think there's a handful tonight. Uh, but I am staying in the great state of Virginia for this one. Both teams, Virginia Tech at Virginia. And I am going to the Hokies, Virginia Tech. And I am taking I'm the money line. with the Hokies. Yes, and I uh, I do not need that extra point and a half. I'm going to the money line partner. Uh, love a more. I would love a more. Uh, I think this is going to be a book by book, uh, as far as money and bets splits are concerned. You and I talked about mm-hmm. it right before the show. We've been seeing a lot of different things this morning. Uh, now, as we pop up, and I'm talking here, I'm seeing majority of bets and money on the uh, the Virginia Cavaliers. So I am kind of ignoring all of this money movement. Uh, this line has been sticking at plus one and a half. Uh, if you want that extra plus one and a half, go ahead and take it. But I think this uh, Hokies team gets us one down outright, partner. Uh, the Hokies, 31st ranked overall in Ken Palm right now, 38th AOE, adjusted offensive efficiency, efficiency that is, and uh, 30th mm-hmm. in ADE. Good defensive team. And so you say 31st in Ken Palm, Riley. Good grief. Why are they only eight and six uh, straight up? And that's a good question. But one uh, one explanation might be three forty sixth ranked luck factor partner. Mm. They have been one of the un- most unlucky teams in the entire country this year. Not uh, you know saying that uh, the luck. Uh, is the reason necessarily for sure that they're eight and six, but that might be one explanation is what I'm trying to say. That's not the main reason I made this play by any means. Uh, But both these teams, you know, Virginia, they play the slowest tempo in the entire country. Uh, This Virginia tech team is no stranger to that. They are more than comfortable in those deep waters of slow, slow tempo partner to use you one of your favorite UFC terms of deep waters. Uh, 334 in tempo is the Hokies. So they do not care if this is a slow, slow game. Total is all the way down at 118 partner. When I saw, uh, when I verified what the, uh, the Hokies tempo was, I was like, oh, does that mean under? And this one is all the way down at 117. So a little low for my liking, but I do think it is going to be right around there. Uh, but I think the, uh, the Hokies might have the edge on both sides of the ball in this one. I know I talk a lot about Virginia and their def- defense, and it is very good defense. This Hokies team, 55th uh, in the country, effective field goal percentage on offense, and Virginia only 83rd defensively in effective field goal percentage allowed. So some spots they are lacking uh, on offense. Virginia, not a good offensive team at all, 114th in effective field goal percentage. But this Virginia Tech team, 48th in defe- uh, defensive effective field goal percentage allowed. So uh, as far as field goal percentage, effective weighted field goal percentage, the Hokies have the edge offensively and defensively. And a big, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Three-point percentage is a massive edge in this one, partner. The Hokies are 15th uh, in the nation. Three-point percentage uh, on defense, I do believe this is. Uh, I messed up my numbers here for sure. 15th, <laughs> I, I, I totally messed Hokies. up my numbers here, partner. Uh, the Hokies, goodness Hokies, great. I'll save you, baby. <laughs> you got me thrown off so Hokies, I'm too hyped. I love the Hokies. <laughs> I love the Hokies, dude. I, I messed up my uh, my stats here. I don't know if you can help me out at all or not, but there is yeah. a massive edge here for the Hokies in both offensive and defensively in three-point percentage. Sure. Uh, 15th. Yeah, no, okay, I did this right. 15th on the offensive end, three-point percentage. They are 15th offensively, while Virginia 239th defensively. As all the things, as good as they do, uh, or as well as they do on the uh, defensive side, they do not defend the three-point well, uh, and they don't shoot it well either. 214th mm. in three-point percentage, while the Hokies mm. are 11th defensively. So I don't know why I, mm. I, 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 was, I couldn't believe my eyes, and I think that's why I was stumbling again, because I was like, yeah. wait, that can't be right. But no, hey, I they're was 15th also, on offense, 11th on defense, the Hokies. I was also creating a party 
over here in my little box yeah. compared to your <laughs> big box. Like I probably shouldn't be. I know you probably heard a lot of shit going on in the background, and I knew that oh was just going to catch you off guard. That was the perfect opportunity for <laughs> me to was do perfect. it. So, if I would have nailed on. it, it would have been perfect. But uh, yeah, I, I couldn't believe my eyes, and I couldn't believe my eyes again. I was like, wait, did I mess that up? That can't be right. But no, uh, they're fantastic on both ends of the floor, shooting and defending the three. And Virginia is bad really? on both ends of the floor. Yes, sir. Um, so I think that's going to be an edge. And even if we see a little regression for me or a positive regression on the uh, uh, Virginia side of things, that's still a massive edge. And that's not going to be a total flip of the script in this one tonight, partner. Uh, this Virginia offense is really, really bad. I... You know, one thing that I typically like, especially when a team like Virginia plays the same style as they do, like to look historically, but you can't really do that in this case because this Virginia Tech team is much better than they've been uh, the last five years, whereas Virginia, over the last five years at points, they've been the best or one of the best teams in the country. So you can't really look historically uh, between these two matchups the last five years. because Virginia does have the edge, but like I said, this is the worst Virginia team we've seen in uh, a, almost a decade, I would say. Uh, so to stick to some trends here, Virginia one and five ATS last six as a favorite, two and ten last twelve as a home favorite, um, and one of your things that you like, partner, three straight road games uh, for the ho- uh, for the Cavs, I, I should say, the Virginia Cavaliers, three straight home game road games, excuse me, and now they are back home. Uh, I think Virginia Tech's going to have a little bit more desperation. They are coming off two losses virginia is also coming off of a loss at north carolina uh but they're at least they've got a couple wins in uh, acc play under their belt the Hokies have lost uh their first couple here to duke and nc state and they're going to be uh looking to get some lick back here against mm-hmm. their uh, one of the rivals mm-hmm. again actually steaming on the tracks here in you acc like play me. get themselves back into the conversation uh so i like the Hokies money line a lot here tonight partner give me the Hokies. i'm in love with the Hokies. oh i'm in love with the Hokies as well my friend uh all the way to the window with you i already uh did a little sprinklage action on there i got to uh track it uh like your second play of the day as well um i I don't need to waste any more breath that I'm going to want back on my deathbed. I'm in love with the Hokies. Partner, please keep it rocking and rolling with your second. How about that? I remember which side you're on this time. Best bet of the day. I messed it up that time. Uh, so I am going still. Uh, there's going to be a Cavalier in this matchup, both of my games. Oh. But I am going to the Cavalier side of things in this one. I am taking the Cleveland Cavaliers on the NBA Hardwood, plus five and a half at mm. the Utah Jazz tonight, partner. Mm-hmm. And people, if you are not familiar with, uh, obviously you're familiar with the Jazz, but if you're not familiar with what's going on with them over the last week, they mm. are without Rudy Gobert again tonight, uh, as they have been the last three games. And they are 0-3 straight up and ATS in. In those games they've been a top five defensive team or top three top two top one in the last few years with Rudy Gobert he is uh, arguably the best defensive uh player in the in the entire league rim protect protector paint protector uh but they're gonna be without him tonight last three games I mentioned all losses 122 points or more allowed in all three of those games mm-hmm. and that is the Toronto Raptors the Indiana Pacers Couple teams that are playing. Uh, the Indiana Pacers are not playing good basketball right now. Toronto is. Uh, Indiana is not. And then the third team is the Detroit Pistons. Just Ooh. put up uh, 86 or so against our Bulls last night. Mm-hmm. One of the worst teams in the league. So that is really concerning to me. First mm-hmm. of all, partner. But now you're giving me a matchup against a Cavs team with two guys in their starting lineup named Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, two guys that love to destroy teams that do not have a rim protector, uh, which they will be without here in Rudy Gobert. I don't know if I can handpick a worse matchup without Rudy Gobert. 
than this Cavs team, and I love all five and a half points in this one. I could see the Cavs getting this one done outright, uh, but on the road, I'm going to stick to those five and a half. If this was in Cleveland, I would absolutely take the Cavs to win this one outright, uh, but on the road, I'll stick with the points. Uh, some trends here, partner. Cavs 10-2 and two, last 12 versus a team with a winning straight-up record. They are still, I told you guys, I told you and our, our listeners about a week or so ago, be a little tentative on the Cavs, and I will stick to that. But this is a you kind of just have to look as uh, really closely into what their matchups are, and that's what I'm picking off here. Uh, but still, very undervalued uh, when they play some of these winning teams. Seven and two last nine versus teams, and this is all ATS versus a team with a winning percentage above 600. So against some of the best teams in the league, they are still really, really undervalued. And I think that's still what we have here tonight. Uh, the public, I don't know that they realize uh, the absence of Rudy Gobert. They see Donovan Mitchell. They think everything's just fine. I don't think that's going to be the case. Four and one are the Cavs uh, partner. ATS last five on Wednesday. Seven and three last ten as a dog. So I mentioned even when they're in a dog spot, they are still undervalued. Seven and three ATS last ten. Uh, Jazz on the flip side, the opposite opposite script is the case this year. Uh, you all know what they did last year as far as being one of, if not, I can't remember, might have ended up being the best team against the spread in uh, in the league last year. They're 19 and 22 against the spread this year. Uh, we're about 500 before Rudy Gobert, obviously now 0-3. Uh, but last five games uh, following a straight-up loss, 1-4 ATS, 2-9-1 ATS last 12 as a favorite. So classically overvalued this year, partner, as a favorite. 0-6-1 last seven as home favorite. And 0-4 last four versus a team with a winning record. So I think they are going to struggle here, partner. And last mm. but not least, mm. I actually brought a, what's that, a referee trend out whoa, of the whoa, NBA whoa, tonight, whoa, 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 partner. Whoa, whoa. Mr. Tony Brothers is going to be on the court tonight. Oh, he is 9-16-1 ATS. Uh, the home team in his matchups are 9-16-1. Uh, so a rough matchup uh, for home teams when Tony Brothers is on the court. Other two guys right around 500. So I think uh, I actually don't know if uh, he's the head ref, or, but there's three guys. He was the first one. The other two are about 500. I just want to throw that on a little extra sprinkle. 9-16-1 and for home teams, though, is Tony Brothers. But give me the Cleveland Cavaliers. Plus the five and a half on the road tonight, partner. Peachy Keen per mags will be the Cleveland Cavaliers against this uh, beat down, broken down uh, jazz team at the moment. No hashtag take note tonight. Uh, Evan Mobley probably going to see a few uh, highlight vids on the Talk in the Line Twitter at Talk in the Line. If you care to follow there, maybe check some of the content out there too. Uh, Shameless plug as per usual. Uh, But I love some of the key trends you laid out there at the end partner. I'm already on this one with you. No question about it. I I think this is a a classic setup spot for the public. They say, oh, geez, especially two, my favorite with the Jazz being on a three-game road trip like that. And now they're coming back home. That first game back home is typically still struggle city. It's not a spot where, oh, my gosh, they're favorites. They're back home. They're ready to rock and roll. They till it still takes them about a game, maybe even two sometimes, until they get yeah. their feet underneath them again. So I love where your head's at. I think uh, we see a little shades of five slam a jamma tonight. But uh, outside of that, Cleveland Cavaliers plus six, second best bet of the day from the legendary R Mags, Riley Magnuson. Anything else uh, from you, my good friend, on your side of Tay Screen? No, sir. I mean, I laid down some ref stats for the first time, love at least an NBA it. ref staff, stat. So I got nothing else. And, I exhausted uh, all, uh, all ammo. 
and uh, Tony, remind me, is... Uh, Tony Brothers. Brothers, Brothers. I was going to say Brooks. I know it was the uh, Brothers. Traditionally, home teams are terrible when he's on the court. I don't know why. It was like that last last year, too. As soon as you said that name, I was just like, oh, something's bad's coming. I know this isn't right. So, love <laughs> and, that, dude. I love that. And uh, I think... Uh, so, the Cavs, I think, are 2-2 two and two ATS, but 2-0 uh, and oh on the road. So, Cavs uh, have fit in nicely to that trend on the road. So, there you go. Bingo, bingo. Well, there you and go. If you don't there know you Tony Brothers, it. you will definitely... Anyone who... Uh, Needs to see Tony Brothers. You'll recognize him when I show him to you. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's you know TB Tony. at the finest. You the, know Tony. Uh, TB of the NBA hardwood, if you will. Yep. The NBA refereeing hardwood. Yep. All right. Well, there you go. There you have it. Our Mags best bets of the day. Let's keep this proverbial podcast airplane ascending to roughly 35,000 feet. Cruising elevation for the second segment of the day. My best bets of the day that's right my friends the mid-major king has entered the chat you better get ready it's time to rock and roll get your brooms out of the closet i'm putting it out in the world we got a 4-0 clean sweep let's go up on tap coming here today rapid fire we are going so you better listen up you better get ready to rock and roll first game we're going to big east matchup going to be a heated matchup Going to the game between the Villanova Wildcats and the Xavier Musketeers. And we are taking the Xavier Musketeers money line. Hell in a cell, baby. CC John Rostein. If this game was in Villanova, I'd be talking totally different. It is sure. not, though. Kids are back off a of break. I'll say, yeah, they are kids compared to us, but students, I will refer to them <laughs> as. Students are back in the stands, man, and it has been evident. If you didn't see me tweet it out, 24-16 and 16 against the number were home teams yesterday. Um, and this is really good for Xavier at the Cintas Center. 9-0 and straight up, 7-2 and against the number. Their only two failed covers at home were an 11-point and a 17-point favorite spot. That is not this spot today. We're not even worried about them covering a, uh, a number. We're just taking them on the money line. Uh, really not even e uh, even eating that much chalk. Minus 114 is what I caught it at. I don't think it's going to get up much above 125 in their favor today. Nova hasn't been too solid on the road. Um, they've played similar opponents to Xavier. 3-3 three and three straight up, 2-4 and four against the number. They played UCLA, Pennsylvania, Baylor, Creighton, Seton Hall, and DePaul. It does not get any easier for them here today, my friends. It's also time for Xavier to get their lick back. They just played Villanova back on the 21st of December and they lost 58 to 71 as five and a half point dogs now they're all of a sudden favored in this matchup after opening and, up as a point and a half dogs at home how about sorry to correct me if i'm wrong was this uh that one where they were kind of kicking their ass for about 38 minutes am i wrong about that no you are 150 percent correct okay. and they just has just so happened to sneak out at the very end so i right. think it is 150 percent a setup for villanova xavier gets their lick back but there's a couple of things as to why i believe that uh xavier offense is going to show up at home um they struggled with the three ball in the last game i'll talk about that here in just a second but xavier averages 76.4 points per game uh, across the board 79.8 on their home hardwood, 68th in effective field goal, and 66th in adjusted tempo. So I think they have the offense pumping all night. Against Villanova, that's 73.1 points per game, but only 67.9 on the road, 114th in effective field goal, and 250th in adjusted tempo. I mentioned that three ball. Xavier did not shoot it well in the first meeting, 26% from beyond the arc for the Musketeers. I think we all need to look for some serious improvement on that number in this 
matchup. They're 139th in the season, uh, or 139th in the nation on the season, rather. Uh, they shoot just about 35% from beyond the arc, so I think we uh, get pretty damn close to that today. Uh, last but not least, as far as hustle stats, I think the turnover battle is going to be pretty damn even, but I think the Musketeers are going to dominate the glass. Uh, Villanova, 74th in offensive rebounding percentage, 104th in defensive rebounding percentage, and 108th in height. Why did I mention that? Because simple comparison, Xavier, 70th in offensive rebounding percentage, 21st in defensive rebounding percentage, so enough to combat Villanova's good offensive rebounding, and 28th in height. Xavier is going to dominate Villanova from start to finish again, and with the help of their home fans, they are going to get the win in their lick back this time. But if you don't believe me, believe the trends. <clears throat> Xavier, 7-2 ATS, last nine overall. 7-1 ATS, last eight home games. 11-4 ATS, last 15 as a dog. 6-1 ATS, last seven as a home dog. And 8-3 ATS, last 11 following a straight-up win. Come on. It looks good. The water's fine. It's nice and easy just to lean back and wade. Come on in the pool, boys, and let's get the Xavier Musketeers money line to the pay window for my first best bet of the day. I'm cannonballing to this one, let's my man. Go! I am with you on this one. Uh, yeah, honestly, uh, like I just looked back. It was a, a two-point game with four minutes left, and then yep. the wheels fell off the last four minutes on the road. Uh, and, uh, yeah, if there's ever a game where Xavier needs to break class, get glass in case of emergency for the hell in the cell, it's this one right here, yes, man. Sir. If they lose yes, this, you can Woo. count them out for the regular season Big East. If they get this, they're back in action. Back in action for sure, and I think that is exactly what they come in here to do. So there you go. First play coming from me. That is uh, now officially 1-0, okay? Second, we're going for a 2-0, which I do believe you will believe me after I tell you about it. Memphis Tigers against the UCF Black Knights. This is a classic AAC matchup. My friends, it feels like a huge setup game for me. And against all my better judgment... I'm going to go to the UCF Black Knights, plus one and a half on their home hardwood. You know I love Penny Hardaway. I take the Penny Hardaway in everything I do. If you're a fan of uh, yeah, a little bit of rap music, you know that song. But um, this AAC matchup, it is very interesting why this point total is so low. Memphis has actually dominated UCF in uh, recent years, but this is one of the lowest point totals that these uh, two teams have had set between them in the last six seasons. I went back that far, back to 2017, and I... I could not find anything hardly lower. There was one other uh, one and a half and a two and a half as well. Very, very strange as to why this is so low. I'm buying into UCF. They have dominated on their home hardwood. They call it the dungeon because not many people would want to say, hey, I'm going to the Addition Financial Arena. So they call it the dungeon. Uh, <laughs> hey, six they, got the, <laughs> they got the dungeon and the bounce house, right? I, dude, yeah, dungeon yeah. and the bounce house, baby. Yeah. There you go. Hey, there you go. Six and two straight up, two and six against the number at the dungeon. Just a classic case of them being overvalued so far. Double digit spreads. This is a perfect value spot for them. Perfect setup spot for Memphis that has point blank, period, not traveled well and not played well on the road. And until they are able to and proven to me otherwise, I will not back them and I will fade them. One and three straight up and against the number on the road this season are the Tigers. I also do not see UCF losing three in a row, especially back-to-back -back at home. They're coming off a 66-62 loss to Temple that just barely got away from them at the end. And then they lost 72-60 to to SMU on the road uh, in Southern Methodist. So I don't see them losing three back-to-back-to-back. -to -back -to -back. 
to back. No question in my mind. I think they bounce back here. I think one of the key things we uh, see as to why is going to be the Black Knights defense. Uh, they are allowing 65.4 points per game. Memphis is allowing 70.4. Uh, the Black Knights are 74th in ADE, 103rd in opponent effective field goal, and 44th in defensive turnover percent. Why do I mention that? Because Memphis offensively, when it comes to the turnover department per Ken Palm, ranks 354th in the nation. So look for that to be a critical factor. The Black Knights uh, forcing the Tigers to cough up the ball a few times as to why we see uh, the uh, UCF team have some success here today. I also think the uh, glass is going to be key critical for the Knights. 86 offensively, 188th defensively per Ken Palm. Memphis is 7th offensively, but 308th defensively. So I just don't think that uh, they will be able to keep up all the way across the board, no pun intended, on the boards against the Black Knights. Last but not least, when we need them to steal the deal, I believe they will. From the charity stripe, the Black Knights are shooting 77.7% from the free throw line, where the Tigers are shooting 69.7%. So I think we see that be a huge factor here today, but you don't believe me. Believe the trends, my friends. Hey, I'm a poet, and I didn't even know it. UCF 14 and five straight up, last 19 overall, nine and two straight up, their last 11 home games. Memphis two six and one ATS, their last nine overall, and one six and one ATS, their last eight as a favorite. I know it seems sneaky. I know it seems tricky. Oh my gosh, Memphis is such a damn good team. We got to buy into them low. Do not do it here. This UCF team is sneaky. And may I remind you, they just knocked off the Michigan Wolverines only but a few short days back. Maybe about seven or eight, uh, at 10 or 11. Either way, a week or so ago, either way, they're a fucking wagon at home. <laughs> Take the UCF Black Knights plus one and a half. Yeah, I like it, man. I really do. It's not a case because it seems like the general public might see this and it's like, what? No, absolutely no way. Mm -hmm. And then you dive in. This Central Florida team is not bad at all in there. You might even put the case that if they get this win, they could get rolling in this conference and be a threat down the road and under the radar a threat down the road, man. So I don't see this as especially at home. I don't really know how it happens. You look into it and you can figure out how it's going to happen. So I like this one quite a bit. Absolutely. So definitely take the uh, one and a half, but uh, looks like uh, Memphis, 82% of bets, 80% of money wagered on the spread, and it has lost the hook in the wrong direction. Minus one for them. So there you go. There you have it. UCF plus one and a half second best bet. I got two more coming at you. Itchy nose today. Don't know what the deal's going on here. I think I got damn cat. I got cleaning this weekend. Damn cat probably all over my freaking... Uh, every time I move, I kick up dust and fur and shit. Yeah, I, feel, I keep getting an itchy nose. All right, so here we go. Third best bet of the day. You know, the mid-major king has to go to some nonsense weird this, what the hell is this game? Who who even knows about this game but me? Of course, I got to have one on my card. So I'm going to the American East, one of my uh, other favorites outside of the SoCon. Mags knows that. UMBC Retrievers against the NJIT Highlanders. And I think the Highlanders are perfectly valued in this spot. We're taking the Highlanders minus one and a half, third best bet of the day. I know I'm uh, kind of on the streak here. Definitely back in the home teams are going to keep rolling trend, if you will. Um, But... I just had to get involved, and uh, I think this is at the perfect odds here. UMBC traditionally has played well. They were an excellent team last year, and they just have not showed up this year. 
especially on the road, one and five straight up and against the number on the road this season. So if you want to trust them, go right ahead. But I have no interest whatsoever. NJIT uh, has defended home hardwood very well, four and two straight up, two and three against the number. Again, a classic case of being overvalued against shit opponents early on in the season. Now it's conference play, and I think this is perfect value uh defense is going to be the key here today uh don't tune in expecting to see a 90 to 90 slugfest between uh two mid-major teams probably going to be around in the uh 20 to 20 ballpark at halftime if i was a betting man but i do think njit has the clear advantage here 65 and a half uh points allowed per game compared to the terrier 72.7 uh the highlanders are 170th and ade 64th and opponent effective field goal and 225th and turnover percentage why do i mention all of that because umbc is 254th in ade 252nd in opponent effective field goal and 268th in turnover percentage uh, i also think uh njit cleans up the boards really nicely here today for us they absolutely dominated 325th offensively for them 128th defensively and 229th in height for the highlanders you might say yeah that's a little worrisome hold on hold on hold on terriers 285th offensively, 279th defensively, so worse across the board, and 357th in height. They are first to last when it comes to being the short, or they are they are second when it comes to being the shortest team in the entire nation. They are a bunch of pipsqueaks. Do not back them. <laughs> Uh, last but not least, look for Miles Coleman. Uh, put that name in the back of your head. Look for Miles Coleman to have a damn day. He is an under the radar player. This is one of the guys that I would write about in my blog. He has scored ah. over 32 points in five out of his last seven. You want to know what those other two have been? 26 and 28. He's on a Sheesh. fucking murder spree Sheesh. right now. You need to pay attention to him. Miles Coleman's going to have a fucking day, especially against the Retrievers who are struggling defensively. Don't believe me? Believe the trends. NJIT, 9-2 ATS, last 11 overall. 5-1 ATS, last 6, following a straight-up win. The Retrievers. No, no, the Terriers. I'm sorry. Same, same fucking different. No, Terriers and Retrievers, not really the same thing at all. 1-5 ATS, last 6 as a road dog is what I'm trying <laughs> to say. So the dogs are not good as dogs. And they're 0-5 ATS, last 5 versus a team with a winning straight-up record. I know you might not know much about them, but uh, back them with confidence. NJIT Highlanders, minus 1.5, third, best bet of the day. I like it, my man. I do not have anything to add. This one is uh, cool. A little bit out of my wheelhouse, at least NJIT. But, I mean... Uh, this is another case where, you know, we talk about it where sometimes it doesn't matter, but I think it does in this one where UMBC, <clears throat> that name still rings uh, rings a lot of the public's ears a little bit Ooh. as that team that knocked off uh, Virginia as a 16th seed. They said, oh, they're, they must be good as hell in these small matchups, right? Mm, eh, no. Not so much. So I, mm. I think you're on the right side, but, yeah, I don't uh, – don't have too much insight to add on this one. Hey, I know it's out of your wheelhouse. You're 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 not the uh, mid-major jester by any means. I would never call you're you a there. jester either. I, I feel like conferences. I'm I feel like I'm the jester of this uh, group here. <laughs> I feel like you're more the serious one out of uh, the uh, both of us. Either way, uh, there you go. There you have it. Uh, love for NJIT to show up here today in conference play. Last but certainly not least, my friends. Oh my gosh, this one might be my favorite one of the entire day. Here we go. I got to make myself big for this one. We're going to the match between the LSU Tigers and the Florida Gators. And my friends, just to avoid any nonsense, not that I don't have complete faith in the Gators to roll at home today, we're going to take the Florida Gators on the money line. I caught it at minus 134. 
Looks like it's settling there uh, at uh, consensus per pretty much every book that I can find right now. Um, but nonetheless, the Gators still are the sharp side on the spread. Looks like it has settled about uh, two, two and a half, depending kind of where you look, right around two on most books. 31% of bets, but 65% actual money wagered on the Gators spread. 71% of actual money wagered on their money line. So, you might say, yeah, I don't know about them being favorites. The, the Tigers have been pretty damn good. Well, number one, I know it didn't pay off yesterday, but 99.9% .9 of the time it does when the higher-ranked team is the dog. That is the books setting it up for the entire public to take the dog. Do not do that in this spot, I beg of you, because, my friends, the Tigers were the favorites last night and even into this morning, and they have completely line-flipped, and they are completely bass backwards now to the dogs but a couple of key things is why i see this falling in favor of the gators they have scuffled a couple times but if they uh do one thing well it's defend their home court they're six and two straight up five and three against the number at home and i tweeted about this last week when i uh, was watching the gators play Billy Donovan Court at the O-Dome has to be one of the brightest courts, if not the mm. brightest mm. court in all of college basketball. It's up there. I don't know how you come in as an opponent and don't wear sunglasses for the yeah. entire game. I mean, it's absolutely insane. I, I have to watch sunglasses watching the game. By about halfway through the first half, it's just like, goodness gracious, that court is so doggone bright. No, 100%. I, th I think it plays big in their in their factor. Last game we watched them, uh, they didn't have uh, students, big fans in the stands. They do mm. this time around. I think it's going to be huge. Don Aaron Gainesville. I know LSU has been hot, but they really have not had the opportunity to prove themselves on the road. <laughs> sorry. You doing that hey, was just like, hey. wow, wow, you, wow. Yeah, sorry. You fucked me up. I didn't do that on purpose, but that's payback, I guess. <laughs> Karma's a bitch. Huh? Um, LSU is hot, but they just haven't had the chance to prove themselves on the road. This is only their third road game all season. One and one straight up and against the number. Can't really tell you what they are, but I think they're overvalued here. Uh, they played Georgia Tech and Auburn. Won and covered against Georgia Tech. Easy as hell. And lost and didn't cover against Auburn. Hard as hell. I think this one is kind of right in the middle of those two, but maybe a little bit more on the side of hard as hell, and I like the Florida Gators to show up. Two key things here. Um, number one is injuries. Everybody was kind of expecting Sharif O'Neal to be ready to rock and roll by mm. early January, mid-January. Still not going to see him. Looks like it's going to be late January, so that obviously not a huge. It's not like it's a loss for them. They haven't had him already still, but they a lot of people have been banking on him for sure. And then um, Xavier Pinson. He is at, 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 uh, averaging 10.9 points per game. Before I go any further, shout out Chi-Town boy. Uh, he is a uh, dog and a half, a Chi-Town product. Uh, 10.9 points per game. He's nationally ranked in more than a dozen Ken Palm rankings. Uh, so this is going to be a pretty big hit for the uh, Tigers offensively and defensively, I think so too. I also don't see the Gators losing three in a row. They've lost two back-to-back -back and failed to cover two back-to-back. This line is completely flipped for a reason. They just played Alabama and Auburn. They played Alabama at home, but then just went to Auburn. So it is going to be a breath of fresh air to get fans back in the stands, get back on their home hardwood, and honestly, it just really feels like a point in time where LSU is due for another slip-up. So I'm betting on all those factors to happen today, and I just cannot ignore the line movement. Well, that's the final thing for me, how I kicked it off today. But... If you don't believe me for the final time here today, believe the trends.
Florida Gators, 7-3 ATS, last 10 home games, 15-5 straight up, last 20 Wednesday games. That's the one that really did it for me. I'm just kidding. LSU, 2-6 straight up, last eight meetings with the Gators. The Gators, 7-2-1 ATS, last 10 meetings with LSU overall. And 5-1 ATS, their last five meetings with the Tigers on their home hardwood. I hope it sold you. I hope you're in. Like Flynn, let's get the Florida Gators money line to the pay window for my fourth and final best bet of the day. You got me in the boat, my man. And I, I too, I think I'm going to stay safe even as, as the movement and the, you know, the price is getting uh, a little away from us. I am yeah. going to stick with that money line. Uh, LSU is fantastic on defense without Pinson, man. I honestly didn't realize that coming into today's show. Without Pinson, that's a big, uh, that's a big, big blow to their offense because their offense can already get a little stagnant at times. Mm-hmm. You take a mm-hmm. double-digit score out of there already. I'm interested in as hell, man. I, it, it tripped my, it tripped my radar, uh, you know, this morning as well. It was, I think. You know, and again, LSU, I've been all over LSU all season long, so I think that's probably what had me staying away. But I am really interested, man. I think that game, Florida-Bama last uh, week or so, ended up being like a 13-point game, a lot closer than what that uh, box score was. So I like the Gators here too, man. Most definitely. Um, one final thing kind of made me uh, think about this. One thing you haven't seen me notice or, or mention or notice or whatever, and and I and I, I guess why I said notice is that you mentioned them both here today. The Miles Coleman um news as far as him being just an absolute dog for njit and then also the xavier pinson news i started there's a lot more to this and what really smacked me over the head shout out another shameless plug wise words uh season two episode six dropping today at 12 uh, p.m central standard time right after this show is over in but in a short hour and 11 minutes from now uh our guest of the day said a a uh, a line set by a book is not a predictor and uh, you get there's, there's a lot more that goes into some of these things. So maybe I was getting a little too statistical, getting a little bit too much into the suit bullshit, mm. and I need to step back just a little bit. Ken Palm, absolutely terrific. All the things I utilize, terrific. But sometimes the stories loom large into why these uh, lines are being set the way they are too. So there you go. There you have it. My final closing thoughts, all four of my best bets of the day. Okay, partner. Let's keep this proverbial podcast Sunday building. We got a little bit of uh, chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry ice cream in that Sunday bowl. We uh, did a little bit of caramel and fudge with my plays after yours. Now it's time to do everybody's favorite topping, that whipped cream right on top of that, and then follow right behind it with a little sprinkle, because we like to say sprinkle on our special plays of, of the day. So we'll put some sprinkles on top of that whipped cream. So let's keep building that proverbial podcast Sunday. Today's special plays. The Wednesday Warrior. That's right, our favorite play. Everybody's favorite topping. The whipped cream and the parlay pop off. The sprinkles. Without further ado, partner, I know you're itching. You're raring. You're about to come out your fucking seat. You're so excited and we got the opportunity to do this. So without further ado, hold on. They're orange, but just imagine they're red. <laughs> I'm seeing red. Let's fucking go, pal. What do we We're got? We're seeing freaking red. We're going the to Wednesday the Wednesday Warriors! Chicago Bulls minus two partner. Is this a big game at the UC in Ooh. January for our basketball team? 
Yes. The answer yes. is yes. The Bulls are yes. up two and a half games in the one seed in the Eastern Conference on these Brooklyn Nets that they will be <laughs> seeing even, here tonight. I can't yeah, even you take myself ridiculous. seriously. I looked over you myself. Look I can't ridiculous. even take myself seriously. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, and don't call us homers. Obviously, no, we're homers no, for these Bulls, no. but it's not like we bring these Bulls to the show four times a week. Hell, even four times a month. I don't know the last time we've brought I, the Bulls to the show, partner. No clue. Um, I think this is a fantastic spot for them here. Uh, they are on a back-to-back, partner. I told this to you. They are on a back-to-back, but A, 5-2 and two straight up on the second night of a back-to-back. And second of Ooh, all, child, most please. importantly, last night's game, they uh, beat the Pistons by just about 50 points. Start not a single beat. player on the team played 30 minutes in that game. Everyone beat the was the piss uh, out of the Pistons. Bad. And bad. it was a slow start. So slow start, and they got some momentum. Oh. And the entire team, not a single person, played more than 30 minutes last night. Oh. Uh, so I think that's huge tonight, partner. Oh. Uh, personnel matchup. I think the Bulls match up well against the Nets. This is still uh, early in the experiment of no Kyrie at home, but Kyrie at home or uh, Kyrie on the road. Mm. Uh, so I'm kind of ignoring that altogether. Mm. I personally think that's going to cause them, especially earlier on in the uh, start of that. I I feel like it should be called an experiment as far as not having one of your best players uh, not on the court at home but on the road. I call Mm -hmm. it an experiment. I think that's going to be an issue. Not the reason why we're taking it, though, uh, but I do believe the Bulls have the right personnel defensively to match up to these uh, Brooklyn Nets stars. Uh, And partner, a couple trends. Zach Levine, only 10 points last night. One of the only players that uh, was a little off on shooting. Every time he has scored under 20 this season, A, he bounces back for at least 20, so maybe keep an eye on his player props. But also, in those uh, bounce-back games for him, uh, they are 3-1 and one straight up Ooh. when on the uh, bounce-back of him uh, you know, having an off night. He bounces back. The Bulls, 3-1 and one straight up in those nights. So I think, actually, I think I got my next page here. A handful more trends. Bulls, 5-1, and one, last 6 as home favorite. 22-9, and mm. nine, last 31 as a favorite. Mm. The Nets are 3-7, and seven, overvalued against uh, good teams. 3-7, and seven, last 10 versus a team with a winning record. 1-10 ATS, last 11 versus a team with a winning percentage above 600, which our Bulls certainly fall into. Shout out our Bulls. 0-4, last 4, following a straight-up loss, which they are coming off of, and 0-5 ATS, last 5 on one-day rest. So even that extra day of rest for the Nets ain't going to mean a damn thing. This Bulls team, despite playing last night, uh, not like they went deep into the waters with a tough matchup. They smoked the pants off the Detroit Pistons and got a nice fourth-quarter rest. Uh, So this Bulls team at the biggest game, this is no exaggeration, biggest game at the United Center in seven Full years. Full so, fucking not ever. counting not counting playoff games. Five years ago, probably no. the biggest game at the United States. Uh, Eastern United Center Conference twenty thirteen. Eastern don't know. Conference Bulls matter. Brooklyn scuffling. Let's go, dude. dude are you are I'm, you kidding me? Are I, you kidding me? I am I, I, so I, far I, in. I am seeing red. Chicago red, Bulls minus two for the Wednesday Warrior special play of the day. We need to have a conversation with whoever is uh, scheduling these, though, because some I told you and kind of laughed at it, but it is kind of bogus. We got a 9 p.m. Central Standard Time tip off in uh, in the Midwest. What the hell are we doing? This ain't no West Coast game. I don't, you got, I don't, uh, like, I don't like that. I don't like I don't it at that. all. I mean, they got the back to back with the they got the Knicks at 6:30, which I guess obviously and can't throw it's them. It's not at like nine, oh, they're playing the Phoenix Suns, so let's cater no, to their fan no. base. They're playing an it's, East Coast team. It's so. ten for these uh, Nets fan, which who knows if that's uh, even a. Uh, that might be an oxymoron there. Who knows as far as that is concerned. The but city you know that never sleeps, my here, friend. Man. The city that never sleeps. Either enough, way. I'm saying they don't have fans is kind of what I'm saying. But uh, Bulls oh, minus is, oh, two. Christmas. Bulls okay. minus two. 
All right, before uh, we let Mags know, no, before we let Mags get down any more other rabbit holes about the Brooklyn Nets or the NBA or the Chicago Bulls, <laughs> we'll be here another month. The I'm Wednesday used. Warriors special play of the day. We got the opportunity to back them. Chicago Bulls minus two. Okay, second special play of the day. You know the drill. Every Wednesday, we give you a little bit of extra juice. It's time for the sprinkles on top of that there whipped cream on this proverbial podcast Sunday. So for the parlay pop-off, the first leg you are going to put on that bad boy, oh, excuse me, is the Chicago Bulls, minus two. I <laughs> one snuck up on me. Chicago Bulls, minus two. That is the Wednesday Warrior put on there. Parlay pop-off, leg number one. Leg number two for our mag's best bet of the day. We're going to the Cleveland Cavaliers. We're taking the points with them, plus six on the road against the Utah Jazz. Just a touch undervalued here. They might even get the outright win. And then leg number three, my best bet of the day, the UCF Black Knights, plus one and a half. Parlay all three of those bad boys up. You are getting almost a six to one odds payout on a three leg parlay lock it in hammer it home let's get it straight to the pay window we will meet you there with those tickets in our hands there you go there you have it wednesday warrior and the wednesday parlay pop off now maybe you popped in a little late maybe you missed a little something something maybe you just weren't present maybe you dozed off maybe you flip us on while you're at work so uh you can uh you you, you pretend like you're doing something and and then all of a sudden you know you're in a mental vacation and you doze off i understand maybe you're back awake now you said oh shit what have i done oh my gosh hey it's all right it's time to recap the best bets of the day we're still here it's time to move and groove so right now my friends what i need you all to do is Rip out your sports books, get out your paper and your pens and your pencils if you're a mistake-prone human being or whatever mode, method, or means you utilize to take stock of the TTL Cruise Best Bets of the Day because as I bring my partner back in the screen, it is time to recap all of the TTL Cruise Best Bets of the Day for this beautiful Wednesday of bets, January 12th, 2022. Please so kindly turn your attention to the top left portion of your screen where you will see our mags picks. First of all, hold on. We are seeing red live from the United Center. Turn your attention. Oh, here we go. Turn your attention to the top left portion of your screen for our mags picks. Coming in at number one, he's taking the Virginia Tech Hokies on the money line. Number two, he's taking the Cleveland Cavaliers plus five and a half. Turn your attention to the right top portion of your screen for the four college basketball plays coming from the mid-major king himself. We're taking the Xavier Musketeers on the money line. The UCF Black Knights plus one and a half. The NJIT Highlanders minus one and a half. And number four, the Florida Gators! And wrapping things up for our special plays, let me move us just slightly over here as the music continues to play. The vibes continue to rise. Everybody comes to their feet for the Wednesday Warriors! Chicago Bulls minus two. Combine the Chicago Bulls minus two with our Mag's best bet of the day, Virginia Tech Hokies plus one and a half. My best bet of the day, the UCF Black Knights plus one and a half in the parlay pop-off for an almost six-to-one odds payout. You know the vibes. You can feel them pumping. We're seeing red, and I see four, five, six, seven, eight 
best bets and a couple special plays making it straight to the pay window but before we can do that we need you too lock them in hammer them home sprinkle a little bit of dough down whatever you need to say just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are clearly primed for ticket cashing into whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. Oh my gosh, dude. I Electric. No Fucking exaggeration. Electric. I am and if I wasn't even I like as I was making this play, I saw this and I was like, oh I like that. And then I was like, hmm. Good grief. This is like without a doubt, like by far the biggest game that the Bulls have electric. played in yeah, this is in huge. at least five years. This is huge. This is absolutely huge. Um and uh hey, you see if you're looking for a uh a uh announcer, got your back. Hey. Got your back. You need anybody hey. uh to announce starting lineups tonight. Out of nowhere, you guys scrolling through Twitter, you see, holy shit, that's our stadium right there. You say, Hey, who's this kid talking? One shot, one shot, give me the mic, I'm all on it. You think I'm fucking joking? United Center, give me a call, drop me a DM. I'm all about it. I'll announce the starting lineups. Me and Mag, TTL crew, starting lineups, Brooklyn Nets, Chicago Bulls. How about that? Hey, uh, Billy Donovan. You talked about Billy Donovan court, fucking head coach of the Chicago Bulls. Give me a damn break, dude. How about it? Dude, oh, too, too much is lining up tonight for this not to be a clean sweep on every end of the spectrum. So, there you go. There you have it, my friends. All of the TTL crew's best bets of the day. That was electric. Oh, that was fucking, I got to go back and watch that. That was fucking awesome. Okay. I am so glad because that was not even planned at all. That was no. just straight off the cuff. That was the best. That, that was electric. That my was Spotify. Electric. I had to like swipe up my Spotify like four times because it wasn't working. I muted myself to see if it was going to pop perfect up. Perfect timing. Was, oh. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. All right. Speaking of perfect timing, we are one minute after the top of the 11 o'clock hour. So it is perfect timing to kick off the second half of the show with a little bit of nonsense. Uh, well, it's kind of the segue from the first to the second half of the show. You see a little extra. Um, uh, uh, words there on the screen. If you're listening, you uh, don't have a screen. So it's the Moneyline Dice Roll. Clem slash und. The hell does that mean? Well, I'm glad you asked because as I bring us both back in the screen for today's Moneyline Dice Roll today, it is the Clemson Tigers. Oh, come on. Where are we at? The Clemson Tigers against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, my friends. Should be one hell of a matchup. Uh, opened up as a pick'em, and Notre Dame got steamed up to a three-point favorite last I saw. Um, don't know everything all in general, but uh, I know one man who does. Partner, could you please indulge us as to uh, what's the spread? Where's this game being played at? What's the total? Anything else we need to know about? And uh, we'll get on with the Moneyline Dash Roll of the Day. Alrighty, my man, this one is in South Bend, and that is very important. If this one was at Clemson, this uh, might be a no-brainer for me. I'd take the Clemson Tigers. Sure. Uh, but in this matchup specifically, you've got uh, Clemson obviously coming in as the road underdog, and Notre Dame minus 2.5. Uh, that's a tight, tight spread for mm -hmm. a team that uh, not fantastic against the number at mm -hmm. home partner this year, but it's mm -hmm. because they had a lot of early like 20-point spreads. They are 6-0 and straight up at home, knocking off Kentucky, non-conference opponents, and more recently, um, 
Oh goodness gracious! They uh, they've been. Oh, they knocked off UNC. I'm sorry, that's right. They knocked off UNC at home as well, uh, and then UNC obviously bounced back and smokes Virginia. Uh, so Notre Dame has taken care of business at least straight up at home. Uh, and this Clemson Tigers team has been. Uh, if you haven't seen them, they've been scrappy. They're a solid team, uh, but coming into uh, South Bend, who knows what's going to happen? Notre Dame minus two and a half at home, partner minus one forty on the money line. A little bit of chalk, but. If you're uh, scared that this one's going to be a close one, because Notre Dame's games have been very close at home, uh, I mentioned not fantastic against the number. Uh, total is 138 and a half. Clemson plus two and a half, plus 116 on the money line. Total again of 138 and a half. All right. So may I remind you, since we have been uh, tracking these uh, mm-hmm. money line dice rolls, the damn dice are hot. 2-0 and right now, so uh, as you were doing all of that, I'm etching some stuff down here. So for January the 12th of 2022, you got the uh, event time on this bad boy, my friend. Oh, event time. I was like, yeah, I thought you said A space vent. I was like, what the hell? Hey, uh, uh, 6 pretty- o'clock p.m. 6 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. Kind of like me on repeat yesterday. Um, on repeat hey on repeat. hey i forgot to mention there's a song called uh on repeat i was uh I was like is there someone that <laughs> get out of town, not a good dude. not good not, not a good song Definitely at not all, gonna but... be on repeat for us but uh okay okay well you know hey, still I'm, I'm glad uh, you let us know yeah nobody's ever named a band that so still dibs new yeah. band name hell yeah thanks for letting us know dude uh <laughs> dibs new band name per per magnuson the on repeats uh repeats. at talking the line podcast cc 2022 <laughs> fuck you tm all right First roll of the day. Vibes keep coming back. Here we go. We're going to the matchup. Clemson Tigers, Notre Dame Fighting Irish. You want your own dice. You want your own hat. You want your own tracking books. Any of their merch that you see on their damn website. You see it right there. Moneylinedice.com. Discount code TTL10. Nothing off uh, off limits. 10% off your first order. Moneylinedice.com. Now, first roll of the day. Are we taking the home team Irish on their home hardwood? Are we taking the away team Tigers? I don't know, but we soon find out all in three in two. In one. Home team. Okay. Home team. Unofficially okay. the Notre Dame fighting Irish. Second roll of the day. Money line or ATS. Are the dice wise enough to know that, hey, the, the old Irish aren't uh, good against the number? But they're pretty good uh, winning outright on their home hardwood. Either way, it is not my play. It is not Mag's play. We do not know anything about this. The dice are hot. We are not in certain spots. So we yield back and we let them rock and roll. Moneyliner ATS in three, in two, in one. Moneyline. Okay. Moneyline. Hey. All right, Dice. Okay, Straight dice. up right to you. Moneyline. See right through you, Dice. First unofficial. Hey, quite literally, uh, can't show it on the camera, but uh, translucent. Yeah, dice. yeah, that? you really can't see it. You can see it from <laughs> my angle, but you can't see it from your angle. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, so, first unofficial selection, Notre Dame fighting Irish. Moneyline. Or the dice for the third day in a row, my partner disappeared. Oh, there he is. I didn't see your head for a minute. I freaked the fuck out. I was like, where did he go? Okay, I thought you fucking fell out of your chair or my something. Bad. Had, nope. a, had, a fuck, had a heart attack is like the second I looked away or something. Are <laughs> uh, the dice doubling down for the third time this week on the Fighting Irish? Are they going to say, hey, boys, we need a little extra nonsense. You know the drill this week is hey, what I... it takes to cash a ticket. Or are they going to say, hey, it was only the first two days. We're not going to do that anymore. We're going right for the total. We're giving you two tickets to cash. We're going four. Or no, I don't know. Neither does Mags. Shit, you guys don't either. But we all soon find out in three, in two, in one. Over. Okay. Over. 
Clemson over, it was at 137.5, up to 138.5, so I don't mind sure. it. Sure. Okay. I don't know why, but uh, our uh, money split tracker doesn't have, uh, I'm not seeing anything for anything as far as what our bets and money slips. So I, as far as the total, I really have absolutely no idea, but uh, I trust the damn dice this week. I trust them. I don't know about you, but I trust them. The dice have spoken. If you want a guaranteed take two tickets to the window here tonight. I know on Monday it was one, and then yesterday it was one as well, but the dice say today we got you back on two. We're going 4-0, and clean sweep. Wouldn't you know it? I'm going 4-0, and clean sweep. Mags has two plays. We got two special plays. There's another 4-0, and and the dice are looking to go 4-0 and on the week. It is absolute destiny. Lock it in right here, right now. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish on the money line, and the Clemson Tigers versus the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Over. 138 and a half. Thank you, Dice. This should be a good one, man. This should be a really good game. Absolutely. I'm all about it. So, ND Moneyline, what is, uh, what's their money line at? Uh, where I saw it on FanDuel is minus 140. Okay. So, let's see if you can get a better price anywhere else. I'll just tentatively say that. And then 145 on FanDuel. So, over 138 and a half. Okay. Oh, total still sitting at uh, one thirty-seven on uh, DraftKings, though. If you so, if you're really wanting to play this over, head over to uh, DraftKings instead of FanDuel. Okay, so there we go. There unless we you don't like FanDuel, or unless um, you don't like DraftKings, which is uh, more than reasonable. Uh, yeah, I definitely understand that as well. Okay, so <laughs> one sec, roll, uh, indie money line and over. Okie dokie, Artemachoki. There we go. There we have it. All right. Jeez, Ready to rock and roll. 159 money line. Minus 159 on Barstool. Wow. Okay. Well, there it's you go. Fandle. There you have it. Handle it uh, is. They know it. Uh, not good against the number, but they are wagons straight up at home. So, the dice think so, too. They also think this one is uh, steaming way over the total. Over per the dice. When they say over, it usually goes way over. Yeah, my bad. I don't you know if something? you can hear it. Sounds like there's a wrestling match going on above me. Oh, really? No, no, can't hear it, but uh, oh, that's, that's intriguing. Good. That's intriguing for sure. Uh, yeah, it usually starts for me about uh, 4 o'clock, and then we're on repeat till about 12. So, Dude, I usually never have any problems, but like this start, past week starting like 6.30 on the dot, like we're up, not a big deal, but like there, it looks, sounds like they're having a track. But like you always complain about your above, uh, upstairs neighbors has been happening to me, oh, yeah, and dude. now like last oh, yeah, night dude. and now tonight, like no joke, totally different than what I'm talking about in the morning. It sounds like they're legitimately having a wrestling match, and, it, and I'm just like, that's not just normal hey, stuff. We'll like, go, what the hell we'll, are you doing? We'll go up there and lay an Olympic pancake and show them you don't fuck around in between the ropes. I huh? guess. Let them Seriously. know what the fuck's going on, pal. And you call Either me that, up. Right. We'll we'll do a flying lotus and just get them all fucked up. And then and then they'll wonder they'll wonder what damn tornado come up there and hit them. They won't ever have right. another wrestling hey, match. They'll 100%. see the baddest, baddest, roughest, toughest tag team in the whole Chicago land <laughs> area. Tag team wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Come oh, on, yeah. come on, get out of Dodge. Hey, hey they won't have wrestling matches upstairs. They they fucking with the real tag go. team now, pal. Maybe we'll have to have a little conversation. Well. This show is clearly off the tracks at this point in time. So, second half of the show is now underway. It is about to fucking crash. If we were on an airplane, it is about to go into the side of the mountain. So, get your parachutes on, kids. We got a wild ride down. Starting things off with our mag sidebar partner. What's burning on your brain, melting on your heart, festering on your soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 200 
of the Talking in Line podcast on this beautiful January 12th, 2022. All right, partner. So I said yesterday I was kicking the tires on a little maybe trending Tuesday, and I said, no, no, that's no good. That's no good. Thinking today and maybe on Wednesday is a little wild card Wednesday, and this has nothing to do. This is a total coincidence. Nothing to do with wild card weekend here for the NFL. Nothing to do with that. Yep. Uh So you know maybe a little mix of like some fun things that are trending, and then whatever the hell else I feel like talking about. Um, First things first before we get into some nonsense. Uh, This one's a little less nonsensical, but John Lester calls it a career. Your guy. Your yeah. guy, give us a second. Tell us how much yeah. uh, that man has meant to you and any uh, other Cubs fan before we actually get into some real nonsense. The trusty lefty, my man. Uh, what can you say about old Lest? When he uh, when he came back to the friendly confines in the uh, Washington uniform, that was one, uh, especially accompanied by Schwarbaum. Mm. That one was one that's almost getting me choked up now. That one yeah. hurt almost more than any of them. I think it was really nice that, thank God, we didn't have to have Riz or Javi or any of them come back because when they officially come back, that's going to be an absolute waterworks affair. I'm going to be bawling my fucking eyes out because uh, that team, that team, man, it meant more than just sports and that. When you mm. fucking are a fan of a team that hasn't won the biggest deal in their sport for over 100 years, it you just can't describe it. I mean, and my whole family was, my dad, my grandpa, the moments that we shared in that, and I mean, Lester was part of that, and that man got absolutely shit-sticked every single playoff uh, tier we advanced at the very end when they were popping champagne. You want to laugh your ass yeah. off, go see some John Lester shit-sticked interviews in the locker room at the end of some of these playoff runs during the World Series in 2016. Absolutely electric. Hell of a career. Three World Series titles, uh, two with the Red Sox, uh, 16, 16 uh, division division pennants, I think. I think he got 16 or 16-something yeah, is, uh. is sticking out in my head. I, I don't know. The man had a fucking electric. Wins? 200, 200 wins. 200 wins. I mean, absolutely electric career. How can you not be romantic about baseball? It, it's a game so beautiful it's got to be played on diamonds. And, hey, Johnny Lest, wish you the best. We'd love to see you in the uh, marquee booth anytime. You are welcome. I know I can speak for the people <laughs> of Cubby Nation. Come on in. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, back with your old buddy pal Dempster as well. How about a little, how about a little Rossi uh, manager John oh. Lester pitching coach combo? How about oh that? fucking hell! <laughs> just, just d- kill me and send me to heaven. Hey. It's oh, I'm already yeah. on it. I'm already on it. I absolutely love it. Um, I, I'm, I'm already getting excited for MLB. Man, call me fucking crazy, yeah. but uh, I got into an MLB rabbit hole last night of some of our trends, things we were doing last year. Yeah, I'm getting excited about betting it again already, man. Some of the things I was looking back and seeing. We need to look like, back. Prop, yeah, that was our only markets, like of all the yeah. seasons to point to that we bet heavily that was the one where it's yeah. like Oof, we yeah, need our lick back yeah, there yeah yeah and, okay. and dude oh, before you carry on college basketball yeah. speaking of getting the lick backs one of these times uh, one of these days here alice i'm about to fucking catch fire and take off because at this point last year i was 53 and 40 um during the college basketball season so i, I was cooking i think it's just some nonsense i don't know what the hell's going on bear with me kids i, I think, think today i think, I think today is when we fucking go over the hump and it's four and oh like because I did not have days like this. It, at, at the at the worst, it was three and two. At the worst, days like that. I mean, we were having more five and one days, five and zero. Oh. I mean, I don't give out five plays for them not all to fucking cash. Like right. I'm not giving out five plays to. Ooh, hopefully I go fifty four percent on this no. one. Like I give it out because I think I'm gonna sweep the damn board. So, 
Let's sweep that shit here today. Let's start turning the tide. That, that maybe that's what it was. Came up on my time hop here today. Maybe this is the yeah, day where go. everything started maybe. to click for us. I don't know. Who knows what's coming around the corner? But, partner, I digress. It ain't my fucking sidebar. It's yours. No. Please continue. All right. Uh, Medium-level nonsense here. Uh, uh, the next one will be very high-level nonsense. This mm-hmm. one, I don't know if you saw, partner. It was the end of my uh, Raptors Suns pick. Almost helped me out. Did you see this one at all? Didn't give it as much buzz as, as it should have. Uh, Devin Booker. Mm. Um, so Toronto, no fans right now in Toronto. And, uh, obviously, you know, famously for all of time in basketball, home crowd tries to distract the, uh, the opposing player when they're shooting free throws. Devin Booker gets salty as all hell and almost stops the entire game because, uh, uh, the Raptors, Raptors mascot still in attendance, uh, despite no fans. Uh, try you know just being a mascot, jumping up and down, and Booker. I, I don't know if he like I, I I can never see a good angle of it. I really wanted to see it, um, and he ended up making the free throws anyways. But the Raptor like popped out of nowhere, and and then Booker like kind of got startled because he, he, there's absolutely no people in the stands. So like, I can understand why you might be like startled at first, but like he's a fucking mascot. It's a basketball game. The refs the refs sent the mascot out to the corner to go sit in the corner, um. Uh, tried to help me out with my uh, with my plus four cover. Didn't end up uh, didn't end up working out. But props to that mascot. But uh, Devin Booker, man, I like Devin Booker. He's crazy talented. One of my favorites to watch. But uh, a little soft, a little do soft. You, do, yeah, the Kobe do, gift. I almost do, tweeted it last night. The Kobe you, gift was soft, do soft. Do you hear and, that, Max? Do you hear that, yeah. Max? Well, go yeah, ahead. I'm, I'm actually trying to go down a rabbit hole here, and you just keep going on me. Do you hear oh, that, Max? Sorry. <laughs> That's the world's smallest violin yeah. playing. My heart beats for you, Devin Booker. Right. Grow the fuck up. Stop being a pussy. Yeah. That's right. I said it. He's a mascot, and he jumped up, and you want to have a crybaby wash rag fest. <laughs> Who the hell cares, you big baby? It is, this even furthers my point. The more the more the shit that I, I, I talk about Devin Booker that I'm like, eh, I don't know, boys. I think we got him a little bass backwards. I think he's a, he's got us all fooled. I, I don't know. Maybe soft. I'm crazy. I think he's a little soft. I think he's a little bit of a shitster. I think if you pop him in the mouth one time, he wouldn't be saying all those things too much. And uh, he got mad at a mascot last night. So call me fucking crazy, but what do I know? Who am I? Yeah, I don't Who know. the hell am I? Again, I saw someone tweet. So if you remember a couple of years back, a couple years back, uh, one of our fan favorites of all time, Joakim Noah. There was like those oh, clips of uh, oh, guys yeah. doing like five on five scrimmage, and Joakim Noah, known one of the one of my favorite defensive players of all time. Um, later on in his career, trying to save his career at the time, essentially, uh, you know, is doing double teams, doing high level defensive stuff. And Devin Booker's like, "Well, can't we work on our games, bro?" And Joakim Noah's, like, we, but that's what we are. We are doing that. Double teams are classic Joakim Noah stuff. And then I saw someone tweet. Uh, uh, in quotes, it was like, "Can't we, uh, can't we run without mascots? We're trying to work on our games here, bro, or something along those lines." Like, like I, I said, love so watching him. But one of my favorite players to watch, one of my favorite scorers. But it's uh, hot for sure. But he's a soft. A little just softy. don't like the dude. I don't like the dude, and he's soft. So this is what it is. So okay, not fucking right. Charmin over here. You ain't gonna find any Charmin on this side. Step on up. I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll, D book. Well, uh, you might need some for this one, partner. What I'm about to say, did you see the man, the myth, Kodak Black at the Florida Panthers arena last night? So they honor him. They honor him on the uh, the old big screen. Uh, Hey, we got Kodak Black here. Everybody cheer. Then Kodak Black. Black. uh, Why they call you Kodak Black? (laughs) Kodak Uh, Black escorts himself. I don't know if he escorts himself, but then later we find Kodak Black in a... uh, a suite, you might say, uh, sitting a, a little bit uh, right next to the entire front office. Sure. 
a few yep. video angles from across the arena. Looks like he's, uh, you know, he's uh, enjoying himself a little too much. And, uh, mm. you know, um, how do was I put he, this lightly? Was he having sex uh, in he, the middle of the arena? I, he, I, so, or was up he, for debate, partner. Up for it's debate. Just not like there's, it's just you. Can't I saw a different a video angle. that looked like it was like extremely, extremely uh, ex- excessive dancing. Is what it looks like grinding. A different video. I don't know if that was a different video to make it look like they weren't actually doing that. Hey. Uh, but from video angles, if you haven't seen it, go look up Kodak Black on Twitter. You're gonna see what looks like Kodak Black just blowing a nice woman's brains out uh, in the middle of a Florida <laughs> Panthers game. And, <laughs> that uh, ain't no lie. <laughs> uh, no joke. Right, the entire front office, right next to him in the oh, next yeah. suite over. Oh, yeah. Like, well, see, because I like I ran it back like five, six times, trying to see. Like, damn, dude, does she have clothes on? Like, are they really sitting like this right now? Like, what the fuck is going on? Oh my god! And like, gosh. man, I just kept looking, but hey, man, uh, you get down there in Dade County, down to South Florida, them motherfuckers don't give a fuck dude get down there you want to have a blast go to a game or some event in south florida you will laugh your fucking head off man and that just that's so kodak black you think kodak black gives a fuck about an nhl hockey game it's like hell no yeah exactly you bring him into your stadium what do do you expect it's like uh snoop dog snoop dog they brought to, to kansas uh kansas arena jayhawks for the like midnight madness like kickoff special and he's got strippers dancing on poles and they're upset and it's like you brought Snoop Dogg to a show what the hell do you expect you paid Snoop Dogg to show up you get Snoop Dogg kind of is what it is you tell Kodak Black to come hang out at your game you get Kodak Black hanging out your game you're gonna get get. you're gonna get in full effect Kodak Black these guys don't change I mean here's here's what happens is that you get these it to use the the legendary words of Pat McAfee manufactured fake-ass celebrities who want to do business with people who have just found famous or uh, fame and stardom or whatever but are still real-ass human beings at the end of the day and just don't change, and then you intermingle them, and they go, Oh, dear, John, what? who have we let into our stadium? Oh, my gosh, Kyle, I don't fucking know. That's insane. Do you know what all another key, uh, another legendary <laughs> statement from Pat McAfee, do you know what all the old whites were doing? To, their skin was crawling during all this. Oh, my gosh, can you, oh, do, do you see what is going on up there? Oh, my gosh, oh my this gosh, is a dude. family, up. Uh, this is a family affair. Oh, my. And it was, it wasn't like the back the of the room, whites. like, is that, is that, is that, it's a, it's a, oh, hey, hey, what's oh, going yeah. on up here? Oh yeah. yeah, like and, and he was wearing like a big ass just flashy like he always does, flashy white <laughs> jumper with his fucking his dread sticking out and his fucking white headband. He's got probably fucking oh, two my. milli bars worth of jewelry on. Fucking classic Kodak dude. I love Kodak. There's a lot of ways I could explain it. I love Kodak, man. I'm all about my Kodak. F- favorite tweet of the night from it, uh Tony X. Is that a uh uh, wise words from an NHL Hall of Famer is his bio. So I, I verified, but he said Kodak Black walked in, looked around the arena, felt the atmosphere, and was like, "I can fucking hear." Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looks like, man. And like I said, there's video angles that look like okay, maybe he wasn't. I don't know, but, man. Uh, I don't know, man. It's show, sure like show, show looked like he was, man. And you know, during <laughs> during um, you know. <laughs> Hockey games, it gets a lot lighter in arenas than it does in basketball games. Like, sometimes yeah. in basketball games, the box seats are still pretty dark. But with that white-ass oh, floor oh. reflecting up, the box yes. seats get lit the fuck yes. up. And yes. maybe he didn't know that traditionally. Maybe he was like, oh, yeah, I'm cool and booling. Nobody's going to look up here. And fuck, 
he wakes up this morning after a great night popping around in South Fla, and now he's like, oh, fuck, boys. Either way, like, he gives a hey. fuck. I, he just, he's, he's Kodak Black. He's going to keep hey, doing all, what he's all doing. All press is good press, right? Oh, absolutely electric. <laughs> absolutely electric. Not many people in this world I know can say they fondoodle the young lady in the boxes of the Florida Panthers arena during a live fucking game. So that's some legend status shit, to, if you ask me. <laughs> hey, wild card Wednesday. How about it? Wild card Wednesday. Kodak Black fondoodling in the boxes of the Panthers game last night. Oh, Lord have mercy. Absolutely insane, dude. Um, let's keep it moving. We got some. Uh, sure. We got some other rabbit holes we can get into here. So, give me your what what UFC rabbit holes you got? Because I know there oh, was fuck. one you sent here me, we and go. we have not had the chance to talk about it. I'm wondering if that's where you're talking about here. Uh, which uh, which one did I send you? The old uh, affair type action. Oh fuck! We'll get into that too. Shit! I didn't have that on the list. Fuck! Actually, let's talk about that first. Fuck this. Okay. okay. So if you guys are fans of the show, you know, if you're a fan of TTL in any form fashion, you know I fucking love UFC. I'm a sure. resident UFC guy. So I mentioned you, Mags, and it was on the show. Uh-huh. We were going through the card. It was like a Wednesday or Thursday like this. And we're going through sure. the card, we're talking back and forth. I'm like, who the fuck is this Cheyenne Valismas? This mm-hmm. is Cheyenne Valismas. I'm like... Dog, I feel like this is Cheyenne Bays or Cheyenne Bays or uh, I feel buys. like yeah, I, I feel like this is her man. Like, and we went back and forth, and and I mean, obviously, you weren't familiar enough with her to like for sure right. be like, yeah, yeah. Because, but I was like, yeah, like, oh, Cheyenne like, Bays, that sounds familiar. I, don't, I was yeah, like, I don't man, know. you know, something, something like I, I, I don't know. Like, I gotta figure out what the hell's going on. So, this shit has been popping off. So I gotta see. I think Haymakers actually tweeted about it. So. What happens is that um, th- this is this is the gal. So I'm trying to find the doggone uh, spinning back fist is what you said. Oh, spin spinning back fist has it. So yeah, spinning back fist would uh, spinning back fist. Yeah, they would probably have it on. The- oh yeah, same shit. Sick. Okay, uh, I was looking on haymakers because haymakers has a ton of shit there. So yeah. okay, Cheyenne Vlismas is Cheyenne buys or base. Correct. Or what the Correct. fuck ever. So I was right. I was like, damn, this this chick looks fucking familiar. B-U-Y-S, correct. B-U-Y-S. I was like, this chick looks fucking familiar, and I'll be a son of a bitch. It was her. So I go, Max, she was married to J.P. Buys. She has a mm-hmm. husband in the UFC. Correct. That's how she has that last name. Her last name has changed. What the fuck is going on? There's got to be an affair, divorce. Something's happening, dude, that I, I can't and, put my finger on. And to further your point, not uh, some trainer, J.P. Buys, flyweight. Oh, yeah. Flyweight fighter. fighter. Legit, yes. legit flyweight fighter. He, he's coming up in the ranks. Before you know it, you're going to be, be hearing about J.P. Bice. Hey. So, comes out, beginning of the week, that Cheyenne Vlismas, she is in hiding. The UFC has been trying to contact her regarding, hey, you're a fucking contract fighter for us. We'd like to have you on a card sometime soon. You just beat the absolute popsicles out of a bitch. We'd like to see that again. She can't be found. So I says, wait a minute. This is a rabbit hole worth getting into. Uh-huh. Something's going on here. I smelt it like a damn hound on a fucking raccoon in a log in a forest. I am, yep. I'm on to something here. Yep. Well, I'll be damned. Turns out she's in Batumi, Georgia. And yep. how did I find this out? 
Oh, per her ex-husband, J.P. Beiser, well, soon to be what I would say ex-husband, yeah, she says, Still active, I believe. MMA fighting makes the headline, Cheyenne Vlismas in hiding since UFC win, unsure when she'll fight again. It makes me want to cry via at Mike Heck underscore JR. J.P. Beiser replies to that at MMA fighting, Hiding from what? In a country no one knows where she's at? Everyone here knows she has been in Batumi, Georgia with Roman, who is Roman Delize, also a UFC lightweight fighter. The same guy she has been having an affair with behind my back while still married. Dun, dun, dun! I fucking called it, dude. Everybody wants to know why, I, why I'm single and never ready to mingle. You fucking see it here. You see it here. You fucking never can trust anybody. That's insane, dude. Absolutely insane. I called it before we knew anything was happening, and this comes out at the beginning of the week. So Cheyenne buys bays, buoys, whatever, has an affair with Roman Delize. Not anymore. Cheyenne Velismas. Has an affair with Roman Delize, now unmarried, divorced, whatever you want to say, from JP Bays. I say, hey, UFC, Uncle Dana, Hunter Campbell, what the fuck are we waiting on? This is a cash cow opportunity. Why don't you just put me in charge of the marketing of fucking shit? JP Bays, Roman Delize. The affair match to the death. <laughs> and if JP buys wins, he gets to beat the fuck out of him until he can't fucking breathe. I know that's a little bit morbid, but put it at as, the same put time. It the main card. Put it on well, the main card in any fight and I'm in. Make it a co I don't make care it how shit. good these guys are. Dude, make it a co-main. Make it a co-main. <laughs> and it is a cash ka. Cash ka. That's all I'm saying. That's all I know. So, yes. Complete affair, complete nonsense. nonsense all going on. Um, we will see if we get a fight between JP Bays, uh, Bays, whatever, and uh, Roman Delize. I'm very interested to see what the fuck happens there, dude. Um, back into some other nonsense. More rabbit holes. Uh -huh. There are so... So we had three weeks off, dude. Um, there was nothing yep. going on, nothing we could really talk about. <laughs> we are, they are just fading into the black? No news? <laughs> Not no more. Not no more, boy. Yesterday, since the beginning of the week, it has been an absolute shit show when it comes yeah. to uh, UFC news. Uh, let me go back to, let's see here. Uh, so we talked about it. We talked about it early on in the week. We got the um, uh, the Black Beast and uh, Tai Tuivasa scheduled. Correct. So that's going to be an absolute electric heavyweight affair. Yeah. That is going to be on UFC 271 in Houston. So right in, I did not know Derek in Lewis's backyard. That's going to be fucking nuts. Next one, uh, we talked about it briefly, RDA versus Rafael Fiziev. Yep. Rafael versus Rafael. Um, that one will be electric. If you aren't familiar with Fiziev, he's coming up. He's the one that did the fucking Matrix bend back, kick goes across his face. You've seen the highlight a million times. Just look it up. Rafael Fiziev, I think he beats the absolute dog shit out of RDA if RDA doesn't back out of this fight. I'm not even scared of saying that because I think I would get in the cage with RDA at this point in time, um, and he's a couple of ranks way above me. Uh, but there you go. There you have that. Also, got announced. I'm excited as shit because... We had this Mohamed Ankalev and uh, Iwan Kutelaba bullshit go on. Like, they had that rubber yeah. match, and Kutelaba played the fucking rope-a-dope. And no, I didn't. I was still awake, and yada, yada, yada. And that just held up so much shit because I think uh, Mohamed Ankalev is one of the baddest 205ers in the division right now, and I think yeah. you need to make way. They gave him Tiago Santos. Um 
coming up. That is going to be March 12th. Uh, Tiago Santos versus Mohamed Ankalev or Magomed Ankalev. That is going to be absolutely electric. Look for Ankalev to potentially knock out Ola Mereta. Is that what it is? Hammer in Brazilian. I think that's what it is. But at Tiago the same, Santos. Yeah, but at the Maheta, Maheta. But at the same time, hashtag don't bet against Brazilians. Ooh, of course. Oh my gosh, this one's going to be ridiculous. They added this one uh, to the February 25th or 26th card, February 26th. Uh, Jarzinho Rosenstroik against Marcin Tybura. Uh, I've been talking about Marcin Tybura for the last few cards here that he's been on. I'm like, boys, you got you to gotta start paying attention. He gets his top five fights. So cannot wait to see this fight take place. That's going to be absolutely electric bombs in the heavyweight division. Uh, they announced uh, Big Mouth Kevin Holland coming back against Charles, uh, or not Charles, um, I apologize, Alex Oliveria, Oliver, yeah. uh, Alex Cowboy Oliveria. That should be interesting as all hell. Um, kind of uh, kind of that stepping stone fight. Kevin Holland took some time off, stepped back, relaxed for a little while, toned, uh, t- tuned up some things, if you will, got the old uh, motor running a little bit better, some of the, some of the things he needed, and I think that He's already got the mental thing down and the whole the whole shit talk. Like, that's one thing I could never do. Like, I don't know. Like, it was hard enough to keep pace with the car. That's a whole nother level of cardio to be able to be in there, sh- have the presence of mind to shit talk somebody and keep oh, yeah. the cardio and yeah. be active in the fight. It, it, it just blows my mind. Like, it just blows my mind when some guys do that. So he's Kevin Holland's already got that in the bag. He just needed to sharpen a couple things in the tool belt, and I think he will, and this will be a hell of a fight. Cowboy always shows up to scrap, too. Um, Canelo, uh, he is going to be, uh, he's going to be fighting, um, Jamal Carlo, Jamal Carlo got, uh, got announced for the, you boxing fans out there. That is absolutely fucking huge. May 7th, Canelo Carlo, that should be absolutely ridiculous. Um, so that's not UFC, but there you go there. Um, also the Aljo, Aljamain Sterling, Aljo and, uh, Piotr mm. Jan fight got pushed back. Um, I'm starting not – I'm starting – I'm going to say it. Fuck it. I'm going to stay alive on the airways. I'm starting not to like Aljamain Sterling. I'm just yeah. not. I'm, I, I, I'm not. And I think he's a fake champion. I hate to say that. I know it didn't end in the most – He is a fake champion, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thinking, well, if I you saw, can say it, then I I'll fucking say it. I saw yesterday, yeah. Because what he's doing right now with – regardless of Jan pushing it back, being vaccinated, unvaccinated, the reason or not, I don't give a Damn. Regardless right. of whatever it is, it gets pushed from fucking March to April. Yeehaw. We got to wait a couple extra weeks. I don't care. But the way he just parades around, like he's been running through the fucking bantamweight division for the last fucking two years when we ain't seen him in the cage for that course of time. And I don't the last know, time we saw him, he got his ass kicked and, and won on a technicality. Won on a technicality after Jan looked over to his corner, <laughs> yeah. said, am I okay to knee? Am I okay to knee? He says... Yes, knee. Turns back smokes to Aljo, him. smokes his fucking ass. Legal knee. It was a legal knee. I still will take it to my grave that that was a okay. fucking legal knee. Okay. And I don't. I didn't think that there were three points of contact. I. I and I maybe I'll go back and watch it a couple times again. I don't know. It's been a while since I've watched it. Either way, I don't like it because now he's trying to point the finger at Jan. Oh, Jan holding it up, this and that. I think Jan goes in there and absolutely blows his fucking noggin off of his head. I, do, I don't think this fight makes it out of the first round. I think Jan is pissed. So no, I, I'm I, excited. I'm excited. Like seconds that. before that, uh, that uh, like uh, Jan was like minus over minus a thousand on the live line uh, within that fight. Seconds before he need him like that, 
I remember it because mm-hmm. I was looking, and I uh, yeah, I, I got burned because I was like, oh, I'll just it, not good betting practice at all. I was just like, oh, uh, I'll throw this in with uh, whoever's next because I needed some more action or anything like that, and lost it. Terrible betting practices, but I was 100%. trying to do some degen shit. But yeah. <laughs> He's gonna get smoked again, man. Unless yeah. Jan's yeah. got some other stuff going on that he's actually like injury-wise that he's he's just using other excuses. Ah, he's gonna smoke him, man. Uh, yeah, I uh, I I think that's exactly what's gonna happen. I just I just scrolled across this one too. Fucking, it looks like Floyd Mayweather might be getting back in the ring again. Um, yeah, I saw that. But it's what, against what another fucking. That? It's against a YouTuber. Um, his name's Money Kicks. Uh, real name of Rashed Balhasa. Um. Yeah, it's in the last stage, class in a real fight over eight rounds uh, on the helipad in Burj Al Arab Jemiraj Hotel. So that's probably in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Oh no, in Dubai. It's in Dubai. Dubai yeah. So that'll be fucking insane. Either way, dude. Like money. It's a money maker. That's all it is. Um, the one everybody cares about. Everybody's talking about the former training partners, best friends, lived in the same house, probably smashed the same girls, probably <laughs> ate the same food, probably utilized the same toiletries, turned dire enemies, hated rivals, bitter foes. Going back and forth for years over social media, over the bird app. Fuck you, he says. Fuck you, he says. You're a piece of shit. You don't know what you're doing. Back and forth. We say, give us a fight. Let them scrap it out. They're fighters, aren't they? Put them inside of the eight-sided circle. The UFC wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. And my friends, at UFC 272, we are finally graced with Street Jesus, Jorge Gamebred, Masvidal against... Colby, Chaos, Covington, and I could not be more excited. Um, yeah. You might think in this one that this is a, well, it is a it is a pay-per-view cash cow. That is one of the main oh. reasons why they're making this fight. But number two is Styles make fights. Styles make fights all day long, and Jorge being a stone-cold boxer and Colby being a staunch wrestler, I am very excited to see where this fight goes. The last fight we see, and everybody's going to remember it, Masvidal getting absolutely flatlined by Usman. That We've all seen that. Colby losing back-to-back fights against Usman. Right. Where do you go? Both of these guys' last three losses combined have been all against Kamar Usman. So, man, oh, man, I, I can't wait. I cannot wait to see what's going to happen here. There is so much storyline. There's so much bad blood. There is so much everything. I cannot wait. A little bit of other news uh, that you might want to look into. Um, The most cringeworthy human on this entire fucking planet, and he is so proud of it. Triple C's Henry Cejudo. Shout out. I I fucking love the man, but he's such a fucking goober. Uh, He just always... Yeah. His fucking face. Uh, I, I just pulled it up. He has been uh, he's been training with um, uh, Davidson Figueredo, um, yeah. the the god of war, if you will. Um, and Sehudo in uh, in response to kind of hey, what do you what do you think uh, what do you think is gonna happen? Yada yada yada. He basically told Davidson Figueredo to quote unquote. Bring me that man's head. So mm-hmm. the rubber match is down between the God of War and the Assassin Baby. Cannot wait to see what happens. That's for, next week, right? Yes, next Saturday, right? For the 135 strap. Yeah, that'll be uh, yeah next Saturday, I do believe. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited Cannot for that wait one, for man. that one. I am juiced. I am ready to rock and roll for that. 
Um, outside of that, that's about uh, it's about everything UFC wise. Um, we kind of briefly talked about it. Kamzat, uh, Chimaev, and Gilbert Burns. That's been a while now. That uh, can't wait for that to happen too. Outside of that, um. Yeah, nothing else major that I can see. That's uh, that's pretty much all UFC nonsense. Everything uh, cooking up there. Let me check old Chandar, uh, or Chamatkar. I mean, uh, do, 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 do. yeah. Oh, dude, I totally forgot that. Um, goodness gracious! So here's the next, here's the next seven events, main events, just main events. I won't go through the whole thing. Cater <clears throat> versus Chikadze. That's this weekend, right? Nganu versus Gan. Hold on, mm-hmm. I need a sip of water. I got dry throat. <laughs> yeah, not enough buzz <clears> for that <throat> one. I'm excited for that one. Ganu and Gan, man. That one's been uh crash course for a while. Woo! Electric uh old training partners turned uh bitter foes oh, now. Yeah, they uh trained together in uh France and Nganu went and uh went to USA. I don't know. I think he's in Vegas for sure, I think. But okay. yeah, he left the camp and uh there you, there you go. There you have it. I'll actually go all the way through. Holy shit. Uh, so, next one up after that, Moreno Figueredo 3. So, that's uh, UFC 270. So, that's that's the same one. That's the co-main. Uh, Hermanson Strickland. That'll be a fight night on February the 5th. Adesanya Whitaker 2 on February the 12th. That's UFC 271. We also get Cannoneer versus Brunson on fucking UFC Underrated 271. Fight. That's a buzz, but should be a good one. Fight Night RDA versus Fiziev. That's going to be electric. That is February the 19th. February the 26th, that's Darius versus Makachev. Uh, that's the fight everybody's been waiting for. That's going to move uh, the lightweight division uh, one way or the other for sure. Both of those right. guys are kind of holding up the line of what's going on as far as title shots and shit. Uh, so there you go. That's a fight night. Then we follow that up with UFC 272 March 5th. That's the Covington Masvidal fight. Uh, then March 12th headlining is that Santos and Ankalev fight. That will be a main event. Sick. Uh, Jan Blakowicz, Blakowicz, uh, fighting, um, Alexander Rakic, March 26th. That's the main event for that fight night. Askar Askarov and my boy Kai Kara France getting his main event fight night, March 26th. Volkanovsky against TKZ officially done, signed, set, sealed. Because uh, Max Holloway had to pull out from the bout. Absolutely sucks. Oh, He's yeah. got uh, got that injury, so he had to pull out. April 9th, we get Volk versus TKZ. And then also on the co-main April 9th, we get Sterling versus Jan. So for the next, goodness sakes, all Friday, until April 9th, just strap in, kids. There Jeez. is there is not That's... a weekend. There is not a weekend we do not have an absolute card and a half all the way through at least then. At least then. I was going to say, at least then. That's just what's listed, right? I can't imagine they're just going to, you know, call it a year in uh, the beginning of April. I would not say so. I would not say so. And the way this year has already started with scheduling and nonsense. I mean, we we have some of the biggest Uh, names in the UFC who haven't even been announced yet. And I'm almost more electrified about some of these move the division fights that have been made. Like Poirier Diaz hasn't been announced by any means. That's been buzzing, or at least those two guys fighting somebody. If it's not each other, sounds like it's yep. gonna be each other. But I'm the most you know excited I mean. about Volkanovski and Zombie because that's, that's another be that's another Styles make fights, and yeah. Zombie will keep fucking walking through Volk, and well, we'll see what happens. DKZ not up. Ap- TKZ is oh. a zombie. Come on, He's come a on, zombie. Come on, it's one of my favorites of all time. 
Uh, there you go. There you have it. Uh, UFC and beyond the fight world. How about some uh, TTL announcements? Told you at the top of the show, uh, wrapping things up here, unless we get into any other rabbit holes, never put a cap on good conversation. You know I say that. But uh, you'll see me tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. on Breakfast Bankroll. Uh, uh, powered, featured by, presented by East Coast Sports Investors. You can follow them, uh, E-C-S-I-E-C Sports Investors on Twitter. Um, I think it's eastcoastsportsinvestors.com if you want to check them out or some of the services they provide. Our uh, our guy over there, Jeff Dawson, some of the stuff. Uh, got some irons in the fire with him, so shout out. You'll see uh, Mags back on the show Friday um, after our show. He'll be on there at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, talk weekend plays, everything all in between. Outside of that, Wise Words, episode number two, or no, season two, episode number six, drops in but 17 short minutes from now. You will be able to view that first on our YouTube, and then uh, shortly after that, uh, once we get it posted, you will be able to uh, listen to it on your favorite podcast directory. It'll be available wherever you get your podcast. Uh, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, as per usual. Cup of Joe on campus, back this Saturday. Uh, another loaded Saturday college basketball card, 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Get ready for that. We already talked about all UFC news. was going to use this time to do it, so it was perfect that uh, we had that. Uh, UFC back this weekend, Giga Chikadze against Calvin Cater. Uh, cannot wait to uh, bring you guys the blog back in action again. I already got my eyes uh, on a few go. matchups, done a few uh, preliminary rough draft typing out, some stuff like that, so... We will be back in action uh, Saturday morning. That bad boy will drop. Maybe even Friday night we'll have a little bit of uh, late action. Maybe if I okay. really get with it over the course of the next few days, maybe we drop it early. I don't know. We'll see what the hell happens, what say? the hell cooks up here on Wednesday. Um, our mags, no extra treader. If you're a fan of the extra treader, no extra treader this week. Uh, his Packers are on their week one playoff. Bye. And outside of that, um, for any additional content, social media content, uh, all of our shows and beyond, visit this episode's description, the link tree. It is the first link that you will see down there. Or also the uh, website talkingtheline.com. Who would have known that is our website, all of our shows, all of our additional content. You can find it all there in one convenient location. Just about everything we do has a dedicated tab for it right on the homepage. Outside of that, partner, uh, nothing else major I got. Anything on your side of the screen before I uh, get us out of here with some motivation minutes of today? Uh, bulls by a million. That's all I got, dude. <laughs> Close it out. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. I, uh, I I think I think they get it done pretty handily. I'm really, I'm really excited to watch the damn game. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. It is a really important <laughs> damn game. What do you got? That's, okay, last thing. I'll let you take it off. Uh, Paul Bizanet, uh, Spitting Chiglets, uh, former hockey player, quoted the Kodak Black thing, said, spoke to a few team representatives from the Panthers, and apparently oh. the young lady in Kodak's box lost the contacts, contact lens, and they were uh, just kindly helping uh, yeah. help, helping her look for that contact lens. That's Most all that definitely. going on there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, dude, no question about it. Just a fine young lady. Way to go. Wait, good reporting. Great reporting. That's, that's way to, Hey, way to find, way to get down to the source. Boots on the it's ground. Contact lens, dude. It's Boots on the ground. Lens. Way to get to the I bottom of the goes. source. They, nobody's having sex. They were just looking oh. for a doggone contact lens. Ah, oh, see how stories happen. See how rumors occur. Ah, well, glad that case is closed. Solved. <laughs> Signed, sealed, delivered. That's We're good it. to go. All right. Awesome. I'm glad. To, I'm. You know, I am glad. I'm glad we got that all out of the way to, to seal the show. I, I would have not case felt solved. content in my heart case if we closed. wouldn't have been able to, to seal that case. So 
there you go. There you have it. Thanks for the final late-breaking update, Mags. All right, we got laughs. We went into rabbit holes. We got picks, insights, analysis. Let's wrap things up. A little bit of inspiration. We all need a little bit of extra of it. Even I do, too, even though I do it. My motivation minutes of the day. Now, I've shared with you guys in the past, and uh, if you know me to any capacity, I get up about two hours before I need to every single morning to take some time in prayer and meditation and journaling. And and I call it, uh, and, and I, I got this from The Rock in the past, but putting on my, my armor for the day, basically, being able to to battle through. And, and I got this from um, uh, Jay Glazer yesterday. He talks about waking up in the gray sometimes. And, and I'm here to tell you that even some of us who go on camera even every single day, and even though me, me and Mag to the lower level of the media right now, and, and we'll be higher level, speaking that into existence here very soon, um, everybody can wake up in the grays and that depression and that, that shit, that, that anxiety. And, and it's just, it's, it's so powerful to be able to see some of this stuff. And, and I was reading, um, I was reading today about kind of the perception and, and how we can put ourselves into anxiety and, and worry and fear. And, and I got kind of into this rabbit hole of this, of this perception versus reality. And, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. And, Maybe turn it down if uh, you're at work or uh, you're uh, maybe turn her off if you're a little sensitive because fuck perception. Fuck perception. Fuck perception. It does not matter. What matters is reality. I say it all the damn time and it's so funny that I finally have an opportunity to bring it full circle. Games are played on the gridiron or the hardwood this time of the year, not on paper. And... That is the exact same thing with your life. Your life is played in reality, not in the thoughts and opinions of other people's dumbass heads. Let me say that again. Your life is played in reality, not in the thoughts and opinions of other people's dumbass heads. Not in my dumbass head, not in Mag's dumbass head, not in anybody else's because your thoughts are not my thoughts. They're not Mag's thoughts. Nobody else on this planet, your reality is not our reality. So far too often in our, in our society nowadays, we can conjure up this perception that we aren't good enough because of what we see from our social media, the people we follow or, or whatever. And, and, and you've heard this a million times, but a lot of times I think we forget that, hey, People aren't the same that they are on social media. And, and I like to believe that me and Mags are the exact same people you see on social media. And one of the reasons I mentioned Jake Glazer at the top is how real that is. How real he can be to stop and say, yo, I get fucked up like this too sometimes. So stop trying. If somebody that big, that major like Jay Glazer can do that, and you're trying to fool everybody at your fucking peon job at Subway, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to help you. I don't know if that didn't just smack you right in the forehead. I, I don't know what else to tell you because there is a very distinct difference between perception and reality and perception is bullshit. And I'm not talking about the perception. You should, you should strive to have a good perception. I'm not talking about it in that as in it. You walk into a room and everybody's like, oh, here's that dipshit again. And you know, it. you're an active piece of shit. Like, like not, not that perception people's conjured up ideas, thoughts of you, the way people perceive you in a bad light, your haters. Fuck that perception. 
That is not your reality. I've talked about it time and time again on this show. Their opinion will never become my reality. So my friends, in order, in closing, to really start viewing this reality and forgetting about the perception of others and only worrying about your reality, the only way to do it is you got to know you. You have to know yourself. You have to want to know yourself. If there is somebody with their hands around your neck dragging you down and drowning you, regardless of who that is, and if it's either they drown, you both drown, it's them drown every single time. Period. Point blank period. Know yourself. Know your worth. Know your value. It is all about you knowing you, not you knowing someone else's opinion of you. Because everybody's got opinions. They're like assholes. They fucking stink. And at the end of the day, if you're going to smell one, you might as well smell your own. So a little bit of comedy there for you in there as well. But my friends, it it is so important because we can get lost in this. We can get lost in those perceptions and then lost in the anxiety and the worries and the fears. And before you know it, you're swirling into depression and you're on an antidepressant and holy fucking shit. I know that's worst case scenario, but it can happen. It can happen so easy. And I see so many people nowadays worried about that perception. Fuck the perception. I know I'm a goofy bastard. I know I am. I come to this show fully knowing that, but I don't try and hide that in anything I do. And you shouldn't either. If that's who you are, I mean, whatever you are, make it your reality, live your reality, forget every other perception. Your reality is what it's all about. Know you. Fuck perception. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Fantastic stuff, my dude. Absolutely fantastic. Love the analogy you made as far as, uh, you know, played on the gridiron uh, applies to life. I love that uh, all too much here. Appreciate you, my man. Glad to uh, glad to know you're listening. Glad to know I'm uh, smacking you in the chest uh, uh, with a little bit of uh, motivation and inspiration here this morning. And uh, hope I did the same for you guys, too. So there you go. There you have it. Okay, Mags, that seems like the 200th, 200th episode of the Talking the Line podcast. Is there anything that I'm leaving out, missing, not uh, delivering here before we get on out of here for today? Uh, you know, I guess we'll close it out with some minor NFL news. We've talked uh, some big nonsense all day, but here's some realistic news. <laughs> Ronald Jones is doubtful to play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Eagles. Um so, uh, you Hold on, speaking, of, know, speaking of, wait a minute, wait a minute. I haven't had an opportunity. I got a bone to pick with you, John. Go ahead. You're sitting you snugly in the he's a bone to pick with you. You're sitting snugly in the fucking playoffs. Uh-huh. You got your feet the fuck up watching everybody else duke it out this week in the one seed. You basically have your entire playoff run set up before you in the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Uh-huh. And you have the audacity to get on the bird app and start throwing shots at Bears fans? (laughs) 
Start fucking going out, of your, going out of your way to find tweets about potential head coach hirings. And hey. then I, I, no, 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 no. You let me finish. I know it doesn't <laughs> fucking take a, a little bit of time to find those stats that you just so happened to pull out of your fucking ass over there yesterday, <laughs> pal. So I know you spent a good oh, amount I'm, of time finding violence. some of this. And I just so kindly I'm ask violence. on behalves on behalf of the entire Chicago Bears fan community. Community. Pound sand, pal. Pound hey. sand. <laughs> I had no idea where you were going with that. <laughs> no shots were thrown, just stating facts, my man. Just a bit of five to ten minute Rough. research because, no, because we get Leslie the Bears Frazier, have an opportunity. I'm, I'm jumping off the balcony. We get Leslie Frazier, I, I'm jumping off the balcony. I promise you I could have actually thrown some shots at some of this coaching Done. search, my man. Done. I actually have some stuff that I, I will tell you off the show that I don't even want to bring this person's name uh, publicly because I don't want to trash this person. Oh, no. uh, not any coaches. But uh, uh, as far as Leslie Frazier, man, you should be livid that they're even mentioning that man's name because of all the things that I just laid out. He's been in the division, and it wasn't Dog, su- successful. Let, let, me, let me tell you something about you, you just said he's been in the division. That Minnesota fucking Vikings team he had uh-huh. had Christian Ponder. Granted, was failed after the last two seasons after that fucking season. But the season that he was rolling also had Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Also had uh, wide receiver Percy Harvin. It also had one other stud receiver. One of the best defenses. Sidney Rice mi- probably, right? Yeah, one of the best defenses. It was in fucking Harrison Smith's like, rookie or sophomore year. Harrison Smith is still balling out, and he couldn't right. do anything with that team. They couldn't even get it to the playoffs. That was the best defense I think the Vikings yeah, have ever one playoff had. Team. It was I'm, the one playoff team the year. The one playoff team was uh, Adrian Peterson's stop, MVP year. It put up t- 2,000 yards. And I know some person, some people might say, oh, he had Christian Ponder. And I would say, hey, maybe if they had an offensive guru, Christian Ponder's uh, started his career might have gone a little differently. A, I, uh, a, a little differently. Maybe not all-star. Not saying that. Who, but uh, uh, the Bears are in almost— Almost an identical position as the Vikings were when they and he was a defensive coach already on staff and they promoted him because he uh, you know did an okay job as far as interim coach his first year but not good dude. I mean that record against the division should terrify you not good dude. he had a losing record against the not Lions. good dude All not three, good dude bad yeah not bad. great ain't excited about it I do we don't our issue is not defense okay our issue is not defense we don't need to bring in a defensive guru you idiots. I'm speaking directly to you in the front office of the Bears organization. We are struggling offensively, and we have one of the most electric quarterbacks in the last fucking two decades to grace us with his presence in the NFL, and you guys are on the verge of breaking yet another one. So make the right damn decision. You know we need an offensive general, not some defensive bullshit. Bear down. (laughs) All right. Yeah, you brought it up. I wasn't gonna do anything of the sort. Well, today, hey, I friend. just needed to. I needed to stick up for Bears Nation around our fucking circle because I know. Oh, and nobody, not to mention, nobody I wouldn't could, have done could that. Say, but hey, it was our uh, you, Mags, so I did. You it know, we're it. about two minutes away, so I don't think I'm. Uh, you know, too late to reveal it. It was our uh, guest of the day that I quote tweeted the tweet. Anyways, also, if it was just some random yeah. person tweeting it, I probably wouldn't have done it. But it was our. Uh, you know, wise words guest of the day too. Had to oh, give him a little I didn't, shout out. I did not realize it was yeah. Frado. Oh, it oh, was. There you go. Okay, so cats out of the bag if you guys are tuning in right now the guest of the day for uh season two episode number six of the wise words pod is the legendary bernie fratto 
uh, has been in the industry forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Uh, tune in. Absolute Electric tune Factory. Uh, holy shit. shit. I, I rewatched it all yesterday, uh, editing it. Yeah, it's man. a good one. It's a good one. Uh, so go back. Uh, that drops in about two minutes. So shit, we'll, uh, we'll get out of your way. We'll let you guys uh, go check it out. Uh, hit the bathroom, wash up real quick, get some extra coffee and water so you can lock in. It's about a uh, 45, 50 minute episode. So uh, about... Shit, about usual length, uh, a little bit over uh, length as usual. But uh, there you go. There you have it. Episode 200 of the TTL pod. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, fall and what? For myself and Max. Thank you so much for choosing to stop by and hang out with us. For all of your likes, your shares, your follows, your subscriptions, your views, your retweets, your comments, everything in between, we see it, each and every one of you that do, and we thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of our hearts for allowing us to continue to fill your brains with our insights and knowledge, take some time out of your hard-earned schedules, I mean, you choose to pop in for your busy day and hang out with us, I mean, for that, I am forever grateful for, I know I can speak for Mags and that too, I mean, holy hell, you guys are the shit, and once again, thank you, thank you, thank you. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have any other plans. A terrific gump day, Hamblers far and wide, if you will. And if you missed anything, go back, check out all of the best bets of the day. Be sure to visit TalkingTheLine.com and see all the places you can find our best bets of the day on so you can say right with us at the end of every single piece of content we do. Let's cash some tickets.